Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my amazing friends, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Jan Bezaldwa, Simon Kudransky, Robbie Rodriguez, Nico Leone, David Messina, Pepe Larraz, Dave Marquez, Mitch Breitweiser, Billy Tan, Luke Ross, Clayton Crane, Salvador LaRocca, Carlo Pagulian, Eric Nguyen, Steve Kurth, Lee Garbett, Brian Hitch, Gabriel Hardman, Scotty Young, Jamie McKelvey, Joel Jones, Chris Somney, Sarah Pacelli, Rafa Sandoval, Takeshi Miyazawa, David Lafuente, Stuart Eminen, Mark Brooks, Trevor Harrison, Mark Bagley, and Brian Michael Bendis's Ultimate Spider-Man. We clap. Yes, we clap. We clap. We did it. We uh, we are here. It has taken us just over a year, covering eighteen years and two hundred and forty plus issues of Brian Michael Bendis's Spider-Man epic, and I am here, of course, with the only two friends that I could ever envision myself doing this with. First off, the friendly neighborhood, Jacob Brown. Hey, true believers. I guess one man can make a difference. Enough said. And, of course, the spectacular Malcolm Russell Nelson. This could be the end of Spider-Man. And I am the sensational Eric Kazana, and we are the Geeksplained Book Club. This is it. We have come to the end of the road. Uh, this is volume five of the 2016 Spider-Man, just Spider-Man series starring Miles Morales. And uh, this is also the end of Bendis' time, not just on Spider-Man, but also at Marvel. After he completed this story, he went on to threaten readers in the pages of DC Comics with okay. is coming. Okay. Uh, okay. Those are so, <laughs> okay. I don't care wherever you fall on the Bendis like run on DC, those ads are high key threatening. Bendis he is came. coming. He came, he saw, he conquered. He he came and he saw for sure. Um, but I am very, very <laughs> excited to have gone through this with both of you. This is technically, this is season two. This is our second yeah. big run through of yeah. the Geek Explained book club. And I yeah. cannot think of a better way to do this second season. We did, yeah. uh, 2021, we did invincible, which was a whole hell of a lot of fun. French violence forever. And <laughs> here, shoot the law! <laughs> ho ho ho! <laughs> ho ho! Shoot the law! Shoot the law! Mad, mad! <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, 2022 for me will always be the year that I fell in love with Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, a year ago, right around this time, on January seventh. I think of 2022 yeah. we sat down to record and I full on said I did not like this series <laughs> and it is going to have to work very hard to get me back and now Lo, did you know literally the next week you'd be fucking hook line and sinker <laughs> Just a all I needed was a little electro baby <laughs> <laughs> just over a year later I can absolutely say this is one of my favorite spider-man runs of all time and i am so glad to have done this with both of you uh 
Jacob has read some, some of this uh, as I had, and Malcolm, this is his favorite Spider-Man run. So it's my favorite uh, comic of all time. Before we get into you know the actual meat of this, how do you guys feel having done this big, you know, this journey that we've been on? Uh man, it's there's something about loving something that uh, someone once said where you, in order to truly know that you love something, you have to love it, but you also have to have heartbreak. Uh, and boy, if that isn't Ultimate Spider-Man in a nutshell. Um, and Bendis' run on Ultimate Spider-Man in a nutshell. But uh, this feels great. It, we're at the finish line. It's been a wonderful run. Even even with its bad, it's been a wonderful run, man. It's still my favorite comic of all time. It's It's the tits. Just is. Uh, you know, it's for me to like remember picking up that Silver Sable volume and uh, running across that, uh, that that uh, Kitty Pride and uh, Peter Parker date and everything like yeah. that because uh, mm-hmm. I still love that. Uh, oh well, Wendy, you sure know how to show a girl a good time. <laughs> well, you're something. <laughs> and, it's, and, and it's like, what, what, what comes up? And she just goes, now you say. Oh yeah, well you better get used to it because I'm your goddamn partner. You know, uh, it's so cute. <laughs> it was the cutest thing from there on. Then that I was just like, oh yeah, this is this is one of the best like Spider-Man runs I've ever read too. I can totally agree with that. Um, man, uh, Peter Kitty forever. Peter yeah. Kitty. It's what, which you have to say, yeah, definitely for this run. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I'm with you guys. This has been a ride. Like like you said, there's uh, there have been highs and there have been lows. Um, some really really bad lows, like the <laughs> uh, the mind swapping. Um, mm, that didn't happen. We don't talk about but, that. Uh, Geldof forever, by the way. Geldof forever. <laughs> so okay, real Geldof. quick. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, I just finished rereading Bendis's X-Men stuff, and yeah. I totally forgot that he has a 616 Geldof in there. No, he yes. doesn't. Yes, he does. What? Yes, he does. <laughs> it's the uh it's so it's in Uncanny X-Men. I think it's issue 13 oh, or fi- no 15. It's 15. It's drawn by Chris Anka, and it's like the it's like the girls' night out issue where they all go and like go shopping and stuff. And then it's, it's an inhumanity tie-in. I don't and Geldof is an inhuman. No! From oh. Latveria. <laughs> and he has powers. And it's like, oh my God, Geldof? <laughs> and my, like two o'clock in the morning, my brain was having like a seizure. <laughs> like, I just saw I was at the I was at the comic shop on Wednesday as we do and uh they had the big uncanny x-men collection by Bendis oh what I'm gonna have to go back and grab it oh my god is that out oh so I I'm gonna have to go back and and grab that because that's if it has Geldof if you it's Geldof comics creators Whoever listens to this, if you put Geldof in your book, I'm gonna I'm pick it up. I'm a reader. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, uh, can't wait for Geldof to pop up in the MCU. God, that'd be so fucking funny. That'd be so awesome if Geldof was like he's gonna be in the next special player. presentation. 
if he was a big player in the MCU, that'd be so what? awesome. What He's gonna be do? in well, Werewolf by Night too. Geldof, Geldof, baby. Put Geldof and Yelena in the same room and watch the sparks fly. <laughs> yes, watch the sparks. Absolutely. <laughs> so you're making Geldof being played by Sasha Baron Cohen? Is that what you said? I yes. am Geldof. I'm Geldof. I, am I, Geldof. Geldof. I, I love you. No, no. You know who needs to play Geldof? <laughs> Fucking uh, Dave Franco. Fuck. Fuck. It's just Tommy Wasso, basically. Just Dave Fuck. Franco. That'd be funny. He needs to be Geldof. If he's Shit. not going to be Human Torch, he needs to be Geldof. Oh my god, that's Shit. so funny. That's an idea. Hello. But I want to go to Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go to Berkeley. <laughs> Have a good time like, with guys, you know. <laughs> Jacob, you are our uh, our, fuck, our resident impression that. guy. I need you to do it right now. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to go to Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this Xavier uh, mansion. <laughs> oh my god. In okay, Liberia. Malcolm just sent us the uh, yeah, the Geldof sent you, appearance. Did yeah, you sent it that's the, the first text? page of it. Yeah, and he's oh. still talking like, "Ugh, what just happened?" <laughs> he still talks the same. Yeah, yeah, he's still from Latveria. It's just, it's just amazing. This is like oh. an incredibly sexy issue because oh Chris went through it, and everyone looks amazing and is serving looks, and then you have fucking Geldof, Geldof <laughs> looking absolutely gross. Geldof the Inhuman, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. so funny. It's so funny. Also, look at how hot Emma is. Anyway, oh my god, Emma's hot no matter Jeez. what. Malcolm, how do you know that? <laughs> god, this is awful. It's I, so. I, it's I, so I have to funny. reread this whole series now. This is. This is uh, hey, let me tell you something. Uh, in rereading it, because I reread all new X Men and Bendis is Uncanny. Yeah. yeah, Bendis is Uncanny is still better, but my God, is that one of the best runs on Uncanny X Men? Holy shit! Hell yeah, I fucking, I fucking loved that from the jump. Me too. I mean, I it's it. it's a great take on Cyclops. Yeah, man, it's a great take. Revolutionary on Cyclops. Cyclops is still oh, still rules. So I guess we should uh, we should talk about some Spider Man, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's that thing. We, right? we had to get there eventually. Let's do it. Let's go, boy. So we are diving into uh, Volume Five, as we said. Uh, this is issues uh, two thirty four through two forty. Legacy numbering, hell yeah! Back to yeah. legacy numbering because they knew it was Bendis's end. Because it was the end. Yeah, they wanted this, to really this give it covering its too. By the way, oh my goodness, covers are great. Covers are great. Oh, yeah. Um, immediately popping in with this Sinister Six on the cover. Uh -huh. I'm stoked about this. Love this. The uh, fan favorite of the show, The Spot, having the a big role. Yes. I'm so excited to see him. Same Which here. is real good. So and now, good. Just, just purely because of the casting, I can only hear Jason Schwartzman yep. from Scott Pilgrim yep. as The Spot now. Uh -huh. It makes me so happy that uh -huh. he's playing him. Oh, my God. So it's so fucking funny. Uh, uh, and also the Hobgoblin was also my favorite thing. Yes, and it was like, it was Roger yes. Kingsley. 
Yeah. Hell yes. Especially because it's Roderick Kingsley, who literally no one likes. We're going to get into it. But, Jacob, yes. <laughs> please read the most recent Amazing Spider-Man story with the Hobgoblin. It's so good. Because it was fucking perfect, and you'll love it. Honestly, I should take you guys' word. Which um, is really funny. It's, even though I have no context for like the end, the end of Spider Verse, but uh, oh, you went and picked it up. Yes, I picked up those like three issues. Oh three yeah, issues. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And is it the the did, did you did you did you get to the thing in number four? I I haven't gotten to the thing in number four yet. Okay, I'm okay. right before this. Thing. Okay, okay, okay. But so okay. far, I've been like, oh my god. That was Spider Ma'am. Yeah. That was Aunt May. And I was like, oh, there's my so God. many. It's so good. This is statistically kind of my angle right now. <laughs> so, chapter 234 starts off with Ceres uh, and her armory, which has some very notable costumes inside of it. Uh, we've got classic Shocker, classic Grim Reaper. Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. We've got our boy Ultimate Beetle. Yup. Which is interesting. Interesting. interesting our first yeah. look at the spot. And then also, I don't know if you guys picked up on this too. Animated series Young Vulture. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. That was really cool. Very yep. good. Uh, did you notice the big wheel? Way in the There's back. A big wheel in the Why back. Still, the big wheel. Still, I love that. The two times that we've seen her armory, she has the big wheel, fucking prominent in the back. I completely <laughs> missed that because I was like, I was too focused on Shocker. Yeah, I love the big that. wheel in the back, and then the Nobody giant like mech it. thing, yeah, which is, is so weird. The little Gundam. That? Yeah, it, yeah, it's Megazord? like a, it's like a giant like Megazord from Ninja Storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the 616 uh, Lepardon. So just uh, don't even joke. Just get ready for Miles to have Lepardon. Oh Miles should God. be the emissary of hell. He, he is cool. the emissary of hell. He, I, I, as we learned from that fucking <laughs> body hanging off that light. That's <laughs> flopped over. And as we know, he's going to be spending a lot more time in Japan because he is. He is the future, future of, of international espionage. Oh my I, God. I, Real quick, I totally forgot that that actually does come back to this. Oh we can't, we can't, we can't, hold, we can't get ahead of ourselves. We can't get ahead of ourselves. Um, we see that Ceres has gotten a visitor, and this visitor is specifically interested in this iron spider suit, which has the coolest looking iron spider suit ever. Yeah. It's been recolored. It's no longer red and gold. It's now black and gold, which makes and it, it looks way sick. cooler. Way cooler. Way and they cooler. also added on a fourth little um, uh-huh. Waldo. Waldo. Thank you. A fourth Waldo. So it looks even more like the superior Spider-Man version. Of yep. mm-hmm. um, and this uh, this guy, whoever he is, um, he buys the suit, and he's also got intel on a job. We cut over to Brooklyn Visions Academy, where we see uh, Miles sitting with... Barbara. It's Barbara. 
Uh, so the two of them are having this, you know, th- they're going through school. They're doing their thing. It was important to read Spider-Man 2! It was! <laughs> Look at us go! Look, yeah. this. Look at that! Look, she's back! Yeah. I nailed it, guys! <laughs> <laughs> I nailed it! <laughs> it's a perfect cake and everything like that. It's, it's a like... perfect cake! <laughs> and so they're they're having their normal school stuff when all of a sudden they all notice... Luke, who's back? Back again. Fabio's back. Tell your friends. It's Fabio. The boss! <laughs> there he is. Uh, they see him from across the way, and he legit gives them the anime intense stare. I, with, good. like, the the shading I mean, around the face except for the eyes. The Yambazolda art on this is so fucking good. It is good. gorgeous. It is yes. so good. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but that that legitimately is just the anime like shing! yeah <laughs> so comes awesome. over and he's like hey i need to speak to you miles and he just starts like pointing balls at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny like i can't control it <laughs> he's like I'm it wasn't on you. purpose <laughs> and so the the two of them start talking, and he—it's legit. This is Degrassi bullshit, and I love—and I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, because he's just like, "What the fuck are you doing, holding Barbara's hand? Are you dating?" He's like, "Fucking yeah, dude! Like, what's your? What are you? What are you talking about?" And he's like, "What about Lana, man? Lana Baumgartner? Hello? She's in love with you." And so the the conversation. Uh, basically goes about them getting on the same page. Miles only sees Lana as a friend. And so they are able to solve that and tie that loose end. They're all friends again. Yankee yeah, interrupts and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. Be- because that's that's his role. That's his role in this. That's all like Yankee is. It's just to yeah. interrupt halfway it's through the scene. He's to be a steamroller. Yeah. <laughs> he's he is the guy on every sitcom who, like, halfway through the scene, opens the door and there's like, woo! That's, that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. It's Genki. Yeah, he's belushing so all over. They, he's belushing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they have reconciled and we cut over. Real quick, I appreciate the guy walking in the hall with a kick me sign on his back. That's kind oh, of nice. legendary. That's oh, kind of legendary. Him. That's hilarious. Did not see that. He's low key awesome. just got a kick me sign on his back. And that's kind of has really no funny. idea. Probably has no idea. They nailed it. No idea. Also, yeah. there's a hammer industry science fair. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can automatically tell that this is gonna be a problem because the sign up is in the gym. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bad sign. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, cut... it didn't like like have like something to like say like the arms. We were looking for metal, metal arms. arms. Uh no, I missed because six one six Justin Hammer is automatically is just a worse. Nowhere... Yeah, he's right. nowhere near as fun. <laughs> nowhere near as fun as Foghorn Leghorn also. <laughs> <laughs> we're say, back I'll to say, Sam say. Rockwell. Is that where we're, we're back to? We're back it's, to Sam Rockwell. I mean, those, it's still an old guy, two, but those are the oh, two yeah. versions of uh, of Justin Hammer that we can have: Ultimate Foghorn Leghorn, or or uh, Sam, Sam Rockwell, Rockwell or doing Sam, a Tony Stark impersonation. Those are the only two <laughs> acceptable Justin Hammers. 
I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> remember, great. remember when he goes to the Stark Expo and he does his little dance and no one yeah, has a fucking response. Like, no, no yeah, he says, "Pick up the pieces." All right, pick up the pieces. Oh yeah, pick up the pieces. All right, and no one claps. He's that, so good. That performance is so good. Legendary. I'm kind of mad they're not bringing him back for Thunderbolts. No, I I have a feeling that they are. I have a feeling that they are. Yeah, he's he's the Trevor Slattery to Shang Chi. Oh, you don't like when? Oh, you don't like people taking your stuff, huh? Well, that's how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) And his shoes, take his shoes. Like the bird, you don't like the bird. You like the bird, you don't like like the bird. bird, You don't like the bird. What's what's, (laughs) this? Is is this a bird in Russia? <laughs> I call it the ex wife. So, <laughs> so good. When he smells it, oh, like it's a cigar. Oh, it's the Cohiba. <laughs> he is. So he, good. is he is the. He's like the Colin Farrell in the Daredevil movie to me. That in, in, <laughs> Where he just brings it all together? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really my favorite part about Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer. He's so good in that movie. It's so good. He's incredible. Oh, the X Y. <laughs> anyway, Justin Hammer. Uh, Justin Hammer. Anyway, Sam Rockwell, come on the podcast. I have questions about three billboards. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Oh, Open yes. invitation to Sam Rockwell. <laughs> come, on come on the podcast. Talk about Justin Hammer. We'll do a reading of volume two of, or volume three of Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, I actually, oh, to hear I, him say the arms, the, the arms, the metal arms, like we'll, we'll oh, do I a live. If, yeah. he, if he does it like his George Bush, that would be really good. Fuck, that'd be so Fuck, funny. Hilarious. So, oh, oh right, yes. He can do that voice. Yes. Yes. He can. Yeah. Yes. Oh. You were talking about three billboards. I was like, I have questions about Cheney, please. I <laughs> I definitely have questions about Cheney. <laughs> uh, speaking of people who should should be in prison, we cut uh, over yeah. to <laughs> someone who is uh, who has been a man freshly released. Anyway, <laughs> making a reunion. Uh, it's <laughs> the girl who's a. F- bombshell except now there's two of them goddamn right mama bombshell has been released and she is meeting up with baby bombshell and lana seems very excited at first to be like hey look i'm with my mom i love my mom and i'm so excited to show her that I'm a hero now and like i turned my life around and now we can turn our lives around together and her mom's just like what no like i'm still a villain like what are you talking about she's like no i got us a score dude like what are you talking about i, I like, signed what this are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you being silly like, like she's like lana shut the fuck up come on like you're my kid you're gonna do what i want you to do like and lana just goes fuck that and she just explodes her mom right away sending her flying and then uh her mom lands mama bombshell uh sees that lana has escaped and then she is approached by this mysterious man we cut over to brooklyn visions academy where miles is looking to do some superheroing but or uh, not decides yeah decides yeah. to leave the costume behind and goes out on his own dun, 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 dun. 
Again, really every, honestly, everything about those movies would be better if it was Miles. It really so true. is true. So true. <laughs> uh, and Zendaya was Barbara Ann. We cut over to a big pile of money, and we have mm-hmm. a collection of rabble rousers here. We've got our boy, the Spot. Hell yes. Yes. Jacob's favorite villain, Roger Kingsley Hobgoblin. Oh, it's so good seeing him. He's so looking sweet. sick, too. He yeah. looks good. Like, he looks good. He looks good. He, for I love a that he's a small year old king. man. He's, he's a short king. I love yeah. him. He's a short king. We love I short love king. Hobgoblin. He's a short, we love a short king. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Especially Mom, next Farquaad. to Tall Mommy Bombshell. Yes. Like. Tall Mommy Bombshell. Uh, we've got Sandman, who is the only legitimate person there. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we have a very interesting fifth person here. Uh-huh. It's Electro. However, it's not Max Dillon Electro. Nope. It's a woman. Yep. Malcolm, can you break us down on the, the female what? Electro that we see here? This comes from the gauntlet. Uh, yeah. from several years ago, which is awesome. Uh, the Gauntlet was a big story involving all of Spider-Man's original villains being revamped for the New Age. Uh, and in that, Max Dillon uh, uh, lost his powers, kind of, to like an ex of his. Yeah. Uh, so this is that ex. Um, she's running around as Electro now, and she was way more efficient as Electro because she got shit done. Just better. <laughs> Just in general. That's amazing. Just better. Just better. Just better. That's that's cool. I yeah. kind of like that. She's fucking like cool. That. That but is... and it, she goes into it a little bit in this volume about like how like no one takes her seriously. Yeah. Everyone sees her as the second electro. Yeah. Mm. But she's just electro and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Also, really that cool. costume is still the best co- like one of the best costumes in comics, yep. but it looks way better on a woman. It looks yes! so great. Yes, agree. It's the original original Robin costume. How much better it looks on Carrie Kelly than any of the boy Robins. Right. Yes. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. It just works. It just just looks better. It looks better. Um, And so we see that they have been brought together by this new Iron Spider. And he has a job for them. And immediately fucking Sandman's like, nah, this is bullshit. I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm used to working with fucking professionals. I ain't working with scrubs. And I love this. I love this from him. Yeah. Sandman being the voice of reason is not a good thing. <laughs> he, he's Marco been through some stuff, like, though. Yeah, no, fuck this. Yeah, he's been through some shit at this point. Yeah. Well, he's also, like, the, the only, like, Sinister Six character who's actually been, like, who actually has been gone st- clean, who's gone straight a couple times a couple yeah. times yeah 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 but yeah. this is but this is kind of cool like seeing him being like look i'm an original member i don't approve of this you know like you can hear <laughs> joe dimaggio like voicing his character what? man what? Like, you know no i'm saying you know it just totally sounds like carl Bro. from aqua teen hunger force just talking hey dude yeah. <laughs> listen dude I, I don't know about this you know it's uh it's, yeah uh, I'm not signing up for some Palooka in the mask, dude. I don't know where you got my number, but you can go ahead and lose it. You can lose it. (laughs) He's so good. He's so good at this. Uh, That is now the only thing that's missing from Thomas Hayden Church's performance. Seriously. (laughs) That voice. 
if he sounded like that, that actually would be better. It would, <laughs> it would be better. Be, it would be the perfect comic to film adaptation. <laughs> it would be the one. Yeah. That's what I all. That's what I've been saying all yeah. this time. I was just like, everyone oh, harps dude. on him, and I'm like, no, no. He just needed the New York <laughs> accent, and that was it. That's all he it's, needed. That's all he needed. He just needs to not sound like Thomas Hayden Church, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're they're all curious about this. Iron Spider says, "Okay, we are going to steal something from Shield." And then he unmasks himself. It's Aaron Davis, the Prowler. Like, who is supposed you guys to surprised? be gay? Were you guys surprised? I was shocked. I, I was shocked too, because uh, I kept wondering. I was like, "Come on, it's got to be the gentleman or like." Mac Gargan. I keep thinking it's Mac Gargan every time. <laughs> I, I just thought he was fucking Ultimate Scorpion. I was like, all right, this is what we're doing now. Oh. He's <laughs> no, I mean, it makes sense. Everyone in Miles' life came over. Why wouldn't yeah, Aaron? That's, that's a good point. Everyone gets a second yeah. chance. His mom came back. Why wouldn't Aaron? It's true. Yeah. True enough. And so this is also, as we've stated before, Following the dissolution of Shield, yes, where um, Shield is no more standoff or uh, like... Civil War Two. Actually, it, yeah. it it's gone after that. Yes, after right. Civil War Two, it's it's no more. Just in time for Secret Empire. Uh, exactly. And so, <laughs> Aaron's back. Shield is no more, and he's like, "We are going to steal a Shield helicarrier." And then fucking, I love the response from Roger Kingsley. He's like, that's the sexiest thing. And I'm like, God, he's such a fucking little weirdo. Uh, yeah. If that's not a Roger Kingsley that line, is, I swear is. to God damn. You really messed up not having that guy in live action because he fucking rules. Who's <laughs> to say we might not? Because mm. who knows? Exactly. Or Sony will be like, you know what we need? A hobgoblin movie. That's the thing. We will get a hobgoblin movie, and yeah, it will probably happen. be, I don't know, uh Tim Roth as Roger Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Tim Roth already doing some abomination? <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Look at Angela Johnson. Like he's craven so they don't care fuck you right legit i if i wanted somebody it's too bad they got him but i honestly wanted uh uh, um michael keaton when they didn't before he was the vulture that would have been he would have been perfect for roger kingsley because because i was thinking of like who's like green goblin-esque like william defoe like that could like kind of be the alternative ver the 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 multiverse version the shitty version yeah Yeah, you know who i was gonna say (laughs) Who I think would have been really good, John Slattery. Oh, John Slattery would have been really good. He would have been a good like from? clean cut. Yeah. Uh, Who's that? No, from? he can. He uh, he's Howard he, Stark in. Yeah, he's in, older uh, Howard Stark. Oh yeah. yeah he would have been from Mad Men and all from Mad Men exactly. Yeah. Like Mad yeah. Men, John Slattery is Which, Robert specific, Kingsley. Specifically, yes. since John Hamm is still the perfect Norman Osborn. Totally agree. Totally Ooh. agree. It fits perfectly. Incredible. Especially so, I mean, that would work really, really well. Him and Baby Driver that sold me on that vision you had. I, I, was like, I know oh, it was. I get it. I get At it. At the now. end, when he's lost his mind, and so his hair is kind of all hair's floppy, flopping. and he's just like, oh, right. This is unhinged him. Yeah, he's Norman Osborn energy. Yeah. Norman Osborn. <laughs> Specifically, yeah. Ultimate Norman Osborn. 
Specific, oh, yeah, my God, that'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, John. Yeah, Hamm. John Ham would be That's perfect for Ultimate Norman. Oh my God, that'd be so fucking. To be funny. like, we're gods, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my boy, my boy. Look what they did to my boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so chapter two thirty five uh, starts off in a shipping yard, and I kind of love that Iron Spider rolls up in a trench coat. That everybody has team trench coats except for the Sandman. Guys, this is a look. This is fashion icon of the week right here. <laughs> this is is that everyone icon has of the coat. week is the Sinister Six. Yes. yes. Everyone has shitty trench coats. Yes. <laughs> and it's kind of guy. awesome. Except you look Sandman. Like a There's always got to be something that's got to be different. It reminds exactly. It's so much like a cliche. It's like when the thing puts on like a trench coat and a hat yes. coat in the fedora. It's That's so my stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. I love this. It. This is the this is the 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 alternative to like the caps and the glasses from like MCU. If you want to be yeah. <laughs> exactly. throw a trench coat on somebody, who is that person? <laughs> who is trench coat on them? Yeah. Uh, it's all so... trench coats and hoods. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> They do some uh, recon and they find that a decommissioned shield helicarrier is uh, being held under, I believe, Jersey. And they're like, okay, we've scoped the place out. Spot, do some extra recon. He goes in and finds that it's being guarded by Red Hulk. Real quick, can can we give props to the panel of the spot spotting uh the red hulk and the, yes. the two eyes becomes two eyes that are two really oh. that's that is genius, genius. <laughs> art style. Uh, also this is not thunderbolt ross okay i was that was my question about? this is red hulk from uh from us avengers okay and that's a hold, different hold, person hold that's why he has the mustache it's a different guy but thunderbolt ross also has a mustache but he doesn't have a mustache when he's Hulk. Are they not the same person? Oh, that's right. No, no, they're they're different people. This is some like young dude. This is some oh. other guy. Yeah, I figure it as much. Yeah, I yeah. I I have always just thought that Red Hulk has always been Ross. No, th- th- this is. I mean, it, uh, yeah, the the Red Hulk from like U.S. Avengers is a different guy. I I don't know who, but it's a different guy. It's some like young like military dude. Interesting. I guess that does that does recontextualize a whole lot of this. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That's why so he funny. sucks. Because <laughs> well, like like years have gone by. Since, this came out in 2018, and like that, like specifically Red Hulk with a mustache has been around for a while. And I've always just assumed, yeah, you know, Thunderbolt Ross has a mustache. This guy's got a mustache. It's clearly the same person. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't know that yeah. they were different people. It is is a different yeah. dude. I, uh, I, yeah, Ro- Robert like, Maverick. No his... way is his fucking name Robert Maverick. That's awesome. I do not accept that. I love it. It explains the mustache and the glasses. That's like <laughs> that's like fucking ma- in D and D making a Sun Soul monk and naming them Rhea Sunshine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in no way is this mustache aviatored Hulk from a military background named fucking whatever maverick yeah robert, robert l maverick robert maverick uh the fuck out of robert here. general robert l maverick worked for project troubleshooter the united states latest off the books facility for a production of human weapons he oversaw the procedure yada 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 
when AIM performed an illegal operation to rescue Rick Jones from shield custody, Maverick suggested to retaliate with the American Kaiju. Maverick later observed as the American Kaiju was deployed. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He becomes American a red Hulk. Kaiju? Yeah, it's a whole fucking thing. <laughs> like, it, fuck? it, yeah, it, it all sucks. But yeah, it all this, sucks. This is a different. Yeah. Though, I, though I think, unless it's it's a different thing, like having a code name, the American Kaiju, actually be a Hulk is kind of dope as fuck. It is a different thing. <laughs> then it's dumb, but. <laughs> Calling something like the Red Hulk or just a Hulk in general, like the the American Kaiju. I think that's Hulk. a good idea. That's a that's sick really idea. That's really cool. That's tight. Idea. And American so, Kaiju. again, like Spot sees him, comes back, and he's just like, yeah, yo, there's a Red Hulk. And Sandman, once again, is just like, no. Like, this is bullshit. I'm out of here. I love that he's again just like, okay, no, seriously, I'm out this time, guys. Like, yeah. And then he gets fucking exploded by Mama Bombshell. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I just I needed I needed to cut him off and I needed to do it in the most extra way possible. God, I love her. <laughs> I love her. She's Damn, a queen. girl. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, we are going to figure this out and we are going to make this happen. We cut to the Brooklyn Bridge. Part of New York City. The city of dreams. City of dreams. <laughs> Where we find the armadillo. Again. Who I yeah. legit thought was the rhino until Me too. the next page where he was like, oh, this is armadillo guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I keep thinking I see the horn and I don't. And I know. I, it's because, I, of the, yeah, it's because of the it's pattern the perspective. on the head. Yeah. It looks like a horn. Yeah. Right it's shaded. Yeah. But so Miles fights him once again, not in costume, just in a little red hoodie zipped up with a hood up. It's pretty cool. And we can see that he's dealing with a little bit of PTSD because he is still incredibly affected by what Hammerhead did to him last volume. And he's worried about this, but he's able to push past that to disable uh, the armadillo by using... His new quirk. His all for one has evolved. <laughs> Holy shit. It literally is just the shadow. It's literally, oh my it's God. Literally that. That's the only thing I could think of. It's oh, like, man. what is it called in My Hero? Black Whip or something? Black Yeah. Oh my God. It's literally just that. Yeah. Holy shit. It's so cool. It's like, what is it? Is it called Black Whip? Yeah, it's Black Whip. So I can't believe that. That's that's the only thing I could think of. I was like, oh my god, Deku's that evolving. Is, that is so <laughs> fucked up. I didn't even think about that. Oh my god. And this that's was very funny. Probably around the same time. This was probably pretty hero? close to the yeah, to when my hero's my like hero's actually starting. Out? Yeah. So that's hilarious. Bendis is all like, hey, that's pretty good. He's like, holy shit. He's like, wait a second. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I think it's hilarious. And the fact that we've never seen this power since, I think right? it's doubly hilarious. Yeah, yes. it's pretty funny. It's very funny. Uh, I wonder if we're going to get this in the game. I would <gasps> love that shit, genuinely. I think it would be pretty cool because I think that's, it's kind of fun. I think it's kind awesome. of a fun power. Mm. It is. And so he's able to. And I thought, I think this is so cool. He like latches 
I'm just gonna call it. He's, he latches the black whip onto Armadillo, yanks him backwards, and hits him with a fucking Shoryuken. It's sick. It's so real good. good. Again, Jan Bezolda, fucking draw everything. So, mm. so good. Fuck. So good. And I love the the use the uh, progress of these panels on the next page, where it's like, of course, cops show up. Of course, they th- they whip out their guns at Miles, and he just like. Just yep. disappears. Yep. <laughs> they gone. don't even do like the faded, like no, he's see through. No. They just like he's just gone. He's just gone. I love it. It's perfect. Uh, we cut to Brooklyn Visions Academy. I love the cops' like reaction though. That's the one thing I say. Like, this is why this... I hate New York. Oh, oh, this is why I love New York. <laughs> Your paperwork, and it's going in my novel. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And so back at Brooklyn Visions Academy, uh, Miles and Genki are, you know, lounging during gym class. Uh, we see a quick shot of Judge, which is, I think, the only time we see him in this entire volume. Uh-huh. Again, them doing Judge dirty, as always. Uh-huh. Most underserved character. Yep. Okay. And so they're hanging out. They're having a, you know, they're having a little conversation where Miles is telling uh ganky about like his choice to not be spider-man anymore and then who shows up lana in her fucking bombshell costume yep yeah our secret identities no longer sacred to anyone well it's the mcu so yeah sure you're right you're right (laughs) and so they go off to talk uh and fucking Barbara sees this and ganky's immediately like oh hey hey hey, Barbara don't worry about that don't worry about that Lana's like a sister like he's he's trying to run interference, and I is good on him, good on him. <laughs> yeah. And so the two of them talk, and she basically tells him like, "Hey, look, my mom's back. She's a villain. I need you to help me deal with this, but not you. I need Spider Man." And he's like, "I don't, I don't want to fucking do this as Spider Man." She's like, "I, like she might take me seriously if Spider Man is with me. I need Spider Man." And he says, okay. We cut over to another rooftop featuring another bombshell and spider person. The parallels! The, the parallels. parallels. It rhymes. It rhymes. It rhymes. <laughs> you, have to do, you have to do the hamburger fingers. It rhymes. It rhymes. It rhymes. It rhymes. Uh, which brings us to chapter 236, where uh, we see... Fucking amazing cover, again. Great yes. cover. All, all these Patrick Brown covers are so, so fucking good. So good. So I good. need posters. Uh, Patrick. So Patrick Brown does do Spider-Man posters. He's the artist who, when you see, like, basic Spider-Man art, like, for, like, like a poster merch. that you buy at, like, Walmart and stuff, yeah, yeah all the merch art, he does all the merch art. Is he the default, like artists on those the, yeah the, when he's, they do, he's like, the current generic, default artist yeah when they do generic yeah. spider-man uh, yes. merchandise or whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah that that's it is so, like when you buy like a awesome. spider-man like standee like a cutout standee it's patrick brown art holy yeah. shit i so had for a, them to get him on covers was like a fucking win i did it's not so know cool. that yeah. uh i had real quick sidebar i'm so sorry you just unleashed like a whole realization <laughs> The fact that I had a, I had like a calendar of nothing but those, those artwork of, of uh, Spider-Man 
Yeah. Uh, each month was a different Spider-Man like villain and everything like that drawn. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it might have been him. <laughs> yeah, that was totally him. Yeah. Oh he my is, god. He is the uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Yeah, Garcia time. Lopez of oh Spider-Man. My... Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's so true. I was oh trying god. not to say it, but yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> It's Listener, so if you don't know who that is, if you've ever picked up a Superman merch of anything, that's who's drawing Superman. Yeah, thank, uh, thank Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Oh my god. Um, so chapter 236 starts off in a very romantic spot at a coffee shop with Genki and his girlfriend. The girl who's a true believer. Fuck yeah! 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 Ah. It's Danica. That was awesome. Uh, thank you. I, <laughs> Nailed I, it. You, you, you told you gave me a challenge, and I, I focused on it. And you, and you exceeded it, my friend. Exceeded. That's um, adorable. So Genki and Danica are uh, are macking, and she wants to know if Genki has told uh, his best friend Spider Man that he has a girlfriend yet. And that uh, Genki has it. And at this point, it is rem- I am reminded that she still thinks his name is Ned. And it uh-huh. still boils my blood. Can, can I tell you? They did this shit. Literally, like, Saturday night, Quinn and I had a conversation about... Uh, we were talking about, like, overweight characters for, like, movies. For, like, mm-hmm. for, like Marvel movies. And we were talking about like Genki, and she was immediately like, "Well, but I mean, they basically had Ned. Like, it's the same thing." I was like, "Okay, we were just talking about this on the podcast." And like, you want to see? We just got like a screaming match about it. So <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> so the only thing that I can see them doing is then when they introduce Genki, he's the actual like Ned Leeds. He's a reporter at the Daily Bugle. Who they just completely reverse him. Yeah, That'd be they just sick. Swap them backwards. That'd be sick. It'd be great. Be great. And another fun Asian character, which we need more of. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, so they have a conversation where it seems like she wants to move the relationship forward. Genki is comfortable where it is, and then he lets it slip accidentally that his best friend's name is Miles, also the name of Spider-Man. And I love the reaction, too, because he, like, realizes he fucked up, and she just goes, I can pretend I didn't hear it. (laughs) Danica's a sweetie. I love her. She is. She's very nice. And so, Genki officially introduces himself. His name is Genki. And again, again, it's Genki, not Ned. Do I look like a Ned? I mean, proof is literally right there. Enough said. Hey, John Watts, take a look at this. Truly enough said. <laughs> what what else is there to, to freaking say about this? Hey, hey, John Watts, take a look at this and then eat my butthole. <laughs> I love that that's your go-to Promptly. insult now. Promptly eat my butthole. <laughs> we cut to uh, Brooklyn Heights where the two bombshells... In the Heights. Love that movie. That's all I was going to do. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were like going full in for the whole thing. No. no, no. But uh, it's just funnier if you do one line. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the two bombshells are having a meeting of the minds. And uh, Lana is once again pleading with her mother. Hey, 
can we not do this? Can you please just be a good person with me? And Mama Bombshell is like, I don't fucking take this from you. You are my child. I we're, love that. She's like, we're going to make a big score. We're going to get out of the city. And, and I love this. If you want, she's like, when you're 18, if you want to put on a shiny red cape and fly the fuck to the moon, then God bless. <laughs> but until that day, you are mine and you're going to do what I say. Toxic parenting 101. I love that she's that kind of parent. And it's so, it, it, again, it boils my blood because like I've seen parents like this uh-huh. and how it affects their kids. Uh-huh. And it's so, ah, uh, it makes sense why Lana is the way that she is. It is. Absolutely. It makes sense why she's so determinately immediately attached to someone doing the nicest thing for her. Like it, like this completely clears up. I mean, in an emotional perspective, what happened last volume with Lana? I still don't forgive it. I don't either. It's I still so don't bad. Like it. And I'm glad that it's not really a case here. But they completely, they completely just ignore it, over I it. I love that. Which is I love great. that for them. That's a great choice. She and Gold Balls can ride off into the sunset. Hell yeah. There, there's, there's, the, there's the 12 issue maxi series we need. Oh, God. Hard Gold Balls. Hard Traveling Heroes. Oh, Bomb Balls. <laughs> No, uh, Gold Shell. Gold Shell. I like Gold. Gold Shell sounds like a Bond movie. They it can does. help. They can help Miles with his international. <laughs> he's the of international <laughs> they can help him with that. I've seen the future, and I believe the future international espionage to be Miles Morales. They can help him. Oh, Miles Morales in Gold Shell. In Gold Shell. AKA the spy who webbed me. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Venom Blast Another Day. Venom Blast Another Day! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Christ. God. We just have Hydra instead of Spectre. I was literally just thinking. <laughs> Oh god, I love it so much. There is one thing that I want to that I want to address cuz in the scene Spider-Man does show up. And for me, maybe there was like a screw loose for me or maybe there was just some kind of weird disconnect, but all of his dialogue in this scene reads very much Peter. It does. And I I I feel like that's I think contextually that makes sense because he doesn't really know what Spider-Man is right now. And he's come to the terms that Spider-Man is not a Miles thing, that it's a Peter thing. That's and fair. so I, I do think it's him kind of in his head. He does sound a little bit more like Peter now because he's trying to be, he's trying to put on the Spider-Man costume, right? Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? My only thing with that is that he's drawn with the same kind of like musculature as Peter. Yes. Like he's not as lanky as he normally is throughout the rest of the freaking book. Yeah. He right there. He looks pretty thick. He looks yeah. like, uh, he looks like Aaron. He, he looks like that, uh, what was that, that uh, Mezco, Miles Morales that they put oh, in yep. where he's just like uh, an adult. And it's yep. like, when have we seen this? What yep. was your reference art for this? What was the point of doing that, Mezco? Jesus. Uh, or Mayfex or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man's just like, hey, like, 
maybe we can figure this out. And then fucking Iron Spider comes out. He's like, and fucking Mama Bobshell's like, hey, look at us, like mom, like daughter. And I'm like, oh, fucking, I hate this. I hate this so much. I love trying this. To emotion- she's trying to emotionally manipulate her daughter in every single piece of dialogue. Yeah, she's the fucking worst. She's the worst. She's the worst. I think that's pretty awesome that she is cleanly just the bad guy. There are no redeeming qualities in her. And that no, is she sucks. Kind of and I think refreshing. that's great. That's so yeah, refreshing. Because we don't we don't always get that. Yeah, and I think it's it's unfortunate that we don't often see that out of our comics, but I'm glad that it's in here. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer that we rarely get. That. And I I think, I mean, Lana has a really interesting like story in this volume. Right. Because, Absolutely. I mean, she still has such an allegiance to her mom because it's her mom. And yeah. that's the only reason. Like, she knows her mom is a piece of shit. Yeah. But, but she's it's her, her on her mom's side her because mom. it's her mom. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really, there's something to that, you know? And it makes it, it makes it tragic. It really, really does. It does. So they're basically like, okay, so this isn't going to go down any kind of peaceful way. So they immediately come to blows. I, I love this too. Like, uh, baby bombshell Lana, like fucking blasts iron spider, uh, mama bombshell retaliates with an explosion. They both power up. They're like, I hate you grow up. And then just boom. Gi- yeah gigantic faboom on the top of this building um and but who wins it's lana which yeah. is dope as fuck she's grown she has she's grown i also i think it's really interesting the retcon that they did here because they they've retconned bombshell a couple times first yeah. it was like they can only they can use their powers to work when they're together and then lana can work on her own and now they've kind of explained i guess in a way using heavy quotations that their powers are exponentially more powerful when they're with each other yeah so it's yeah they're kind of very summer's brothers yeah how they kind of keep redefining that a little bit right and i don't think it quite makes sense but i'm glad that they try to address it at least yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I cool. love I love this aspect because it's very like Wonder Twin Powers kind of style, but expanding yes, upon that, you yeah. know, it's very it's very cool. I loved the idea of them like, well, they were away while they had time to grow apart. While they were apart, basically, yeah, this this was a great result. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one, I only one of them has been able to practice. So <laughs> I completely yeah. forgot that they that they when they're separated, their powers don't work. I completely forgot about it. Was all literally that. just <laughs> their first couple appearances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like yeah, that, that was, was a, how... that was short pants Lana. <laughs> yes, short pants. <laughs> that that was uh, Ultimate Bombshell, aka okay, Lori. Uh, so uh, the, the fight nope. continues <laughs> where, uh, and again, like, this is all, again, this is reading very Peter Parker for me. Um, when he's like, I know I hate getting kicked. I hate when I get kicked in the face, with the proportionate foot strength of a spider's foot. Ugh, I can do that line better. Like it's, it's the one yeah. also like on the next page where he gets kicked off the roof and he's like, which raises the question. Do I know you? Hold on. I'm falling off the roof. I'm like, Hmm. Mm. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> it does feel way more Peter for yeah. sure. So Miles makes it down. Iron Spider goes after him, and then fucking Miles uses his black whip to disable Iron Spider. Black so whip, I love sick. it. 
It's so goofy. It's, it's, so, it's awesome. so funny. And the fact that it's, it's literally so only in this volume and then never brought up again is hilarious. And then never again. <laughs> uh, we cut over to the San Diego airport where we see just the cutest little sand baby Groot that I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. I mean, he's kind of adorable. It's really cute. He's this reminds me of boy. Like, this reminds me of like Clayface kind of stuff, you know? Like, yes. Like, yeah. Except not as gross. Yeah. Yeah. You know who he reminds, is... reminds me of? Uh, Sackboy. Sackboy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He Sack looks boy. like a Sackboy. Just yeah. a little Sackboy Sandman. Sackboy. Yeah. This is like pew. <laughs> And he's inspecting another looks like shield uh, storage facility where we see like a busted up sentinel. And immediately, as soon as the little sand baby forms, all of these fucking LMDs of the original Nick Fury come running out at him. All these David Hasselhoffs are just like running after him. I love it. God, it's damn. hilarious. It's so good. It makes me realize, A, how much I miss original Nick Fury. And yeah. B, how much I miss shield uniforms yes. looking like that. I love Those uniforms, uniforms look so fucking sick. It's so cool. God, well, you know I miss shield so much. Maybe Ugh. maybe they'll come back in the future of international espionage. We don't know. I've seen the future of international espionage, <laughs> and I believe <laughs> shield uniforms. I believe we, they are that, a part of it. That is that is absolutely going to be a shirt that we need to have. Is we, I've seen the future of international it's espionage. Just, <laughs> it's just that panel. It's, it's just cable. Just <laughs> but but instead of Miles, it says, "And I believe you are a part of it." I believe you are a part of it. <laughs> I believe blank is a part of it. We can just fill in whatever right there. Yeah. <laughs> you should have Miles on the back, basically, that and with the face that's just like, huh? yeah. No, the, 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 then we just put the the gold shells logo on the back oh shit there like you go bombshell and gold ball spy bombshell epic. gold ball spy epic hell yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna happen so uh the lmds rush out at little sand baby they get zapped uh and then in this panel specifically he looks exactly like baby Groot. yep yes, yes. Like in this specific panel yeah which leads to the next panel which is a real problem for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Electro, Electro is trouble. Let's just say uh, Electro is trouble, but the kind of trouble you want to get into. Dude. Also, uh, like Max yeah. Dillon's ex, like, oh, good God, what did she ever see in him? Like, she is yeah, so much also, better. Like, <laughs> Max Dillon yeah. was punching way above his weight class. Yeah. Oh, he got my with her. God. Yeah, seriously. No question. <laughs> Uh, so they run outside and they're like, okay, Electro's like, okay, so what was the point of this? Cause we're in San Diego and Sandman's like, look, as you can see, all of the shield facilities are going to be guarded like this. So just saying, oh, there's just one Hulk there that we got to deal with is untrue. And... They're like, okay, we need to figure this out because we both need the money. And they're like, we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna get, uh, we're we're gonna figure out, you know, a way for it just to be the three of us, including Spot. And then we do get that conversation that Spot. Malcolm alluded to earlier, where he was like, where he's like, how are they gonna take you seriously if you're pretending to be him? It's like you've dedicated your life to honoring the legacy of a goofball. A goofball. <laughs> There's certain words that he says 
that you hear it real prop. You hear the palooka. Mm -hmm. and, and she's like, he wasn't a goofball. And he's like, baby, I was in the original six with him. He was a goofball back then, and I can already tell you 50 times the comma he is. I just... I love, I love this I love Sandman. This Sandman is dope as fuck. This is my He's favorite awesome. part. This is my favorite part. This is the whole part. I, I Sandman has really proven himself to be like an original member here. Like it's yeah. really a veteran. Like, yeah, the veteran. Yeah. It's exactly what he's being right he's, here. Is he's the, the one in the criminal. heist movie who is it's like, I told myself I was never going to do another one of these. It's just <laughs> yeah. this one and then I'm done. Yeah, that's exactly. right. <laughs> exactly. He's already buying his boat, you know, the yep. SS Good Times. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he and his wife are gonna take off and fucking sail the ocean blue yeah right. never come so back this, to this guy is, this is ocean six <laughs> yeah, this is ocean six yeah this is just one last score living, living, living the sideways in real life that's what it would go. be so they are all, already on the on the ship of like Okay, we're gonna cut Roderick out because fuck him. Like everybody hates <laughs> Roderick, and I kind of love I that. love it's, that. It's yeah. so good. I love that. <laughs> and so we cut back to the fight between uh, bombshells versus the Spider People, and Iron Spider and uh, Miles are having that battle in the streets. And I love fucking Bombshell. Just like, come on, move, 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 and she just goes, boom, and just explodes. Because car. she's just boom boom. <laughs> she's just boom boom. Down uh, to the coat. <laughs> true. Uh car explodes behind uh Iron Spider, and you can see this is like this is like Wanda in Civil War, where she's just like, Oh my god, I did not mean to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real oopsie. Uh it's funny because this reminded me very specifically of the uh the the way that they do the mask reveal is very much like Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. The mask. So that's funny. From one Captain America movie to another, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like... Iron Spider removes his mask, and Miles is immediately like Black Whip, and just ties him up. <laughs> Iron Spider trolls around and reveals himself to be Aaron, Uncle Aaron. Um. Fucking Mama Bobshell just comes up and sucker punches Lana, knocks her out, and then uh, we see that Miles is overcome with shock by the reveal of Aaron that he's able to get in a quick uh, sucker punch on him, knocks them both out. Which brings us to chapter 237. Again, great cover. The okay. covers are so good. It's my, it's my favorite cover out of all of this. <laughs> I mean, this should be a poster. Yes. Holy shit. This like, is a poster. Really, like, really good. Oof. Miles oof. wakes up in Aaron's apartment. And Aaron's just like, look, I just want us to be cool. I want us to have a conversation about this. Let's have some breakfast for dinner. Aaron is a lot sexier than he used to be. Absolutely mm. he is. Because Aaron mm. used to look like young Morgan Freeman. And now Aaron looks like motherfucking Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I was I was say, gonna say uh, Jamie Michael Fox. J. White. I said, oh, he has definitely got a Michael J. White thing going on. Yeah. I, I no, he does like, have a little Jamie Foxx in there. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. Yeah. But Jamie Foxx ain't sexy. No, that, uh, no, that's fair. You don't no. think so? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> so he goes, he... Man's a clown. He's a goofball. 
he uh, he's a goofball. He's a goofball. <laughs> so uh, he goes to grab plates for them. He turns around. Miles is gone. Uh, we cut back to the apartment home of the Morales family, where uh, Rio and Jefferson are having their reconciliation. And I love this scene. They are the best couple. They just are. I love the fact that they admit to their fuck-ups. Jefferson admits that he was wrong. Yeah. He's going to do better. Yeah. And the two of them have this reconciliation, and they are about to fuck reconcile they're about to <laughs> fuck they're about to go to pound town let me let me just say this was like the kind of like dialogue and lead up that i thought like um princess leia and han solo were gonna have in uh in the sequel trilogy oh, 100%. that's what i yeah like yeah, yeah. this this kind of dialogue i remember reading this and just going it finally hit me that it was just like oh my god this is the kind of dialogue that we all want it yeah. it's, uh, with it's, them meeting each other it's under it's underlying when they have that meeting in force awakens i love yes. that scene i uh, me too it's I, it's I, what they, it's what they're not saying you know exactly yeah, for sure exactly i i, I still just like if you were so, to expand on it the different it's, jackets like no same jacket yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah love it those times um, uh-huh. <laughs> i almost almost as good as the that's that's my jacket. I mean to get oh, the, to get the no. jacket thing so close. Yeah, no, yeah. keep it. It suits you. It suits you. God, I fucking <laughs> the shekels I would give to be able to actually see that come to fruition. I uh, mm, I know. I I bet you I they know. did it in the in the third movie that unplanned third movie after Last Jedi that mm-hmm. they never made. Oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, the uh, duel of the fates thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I read that screenplay. That was good. It's cool. It's cool. Um, so, I, and I love that again. Harkening back to our fucking this entire book has been filled with anime bullshit. This yeah. is absolutely an anime scene where they're about to make out, and then all of a sudden you hear the and fucking Miles comes swinging around. I was like, oh, both of you, good. We gotta go. Like, you you can literally hear him skid on the floor and hear the yeah. tires like the. Yeah. <laughs> and I fucking love this scene because like we gotta go I'll, I promise I'll tell you everything but we gotta go and they're like calm down like what happened and he goes okay I'll tell you but I promise it's all I know now and you have to leave and I promise I'll figure it out and call you ASAP and fucking Jefferson's just like done and he's like okay dad your brother's still alive he calls himself the iron spite and then and like, we're gone yeah Jefferson <laughs> I fucking love it I fucking love it. So good. So good. So good. I love and, Jefferson's like, we're gone. Everyone's like, but he died. He died. <laughs> he fucking died. Like, he's, he's freaking gone. out. He's dead. Like- <laughs> <laughs> but immediately they get in the car. Fucking Jefferson pulls the this wad of cash out of the cookie jar. It's so God good. damn. <laughs> and, he's uh, just like, yeah. Fucking I guess, Rio, I didn't I even guess. notice this until just now. Rio's packing heat into her purse. Yeah, that yep. was really cool. I did not even uh-huh. notice that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He's and the baddest. Fucking, they get in the car and they leave. And I'm like, God Cleveland. damn, that was so good. Uh, do you know what? Do you know what Rio specifically in this scene? Rio and Jefferson remind me of. Mm. There was years ago, and I'm talking like 2006. There was an NBC show called Undercovers. I don't yes. remember this. No. Yes. With with Gugu and Batha Raw and oh shit, who was the guy? I don't remember, but it was like a set. It was like a TV version of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. So remember this. And it was like pretty solid. Like it wasn't great, but it was yeah. pretty solod. N-D-E-R-S-C-O-V-E-R-S. Under- um, undercover. I'm sorry. Undercover. Undercover. Undercovers. Is it undercover or the undercovers? Goo goo. I'm saying undercover 2019. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's undercovers. It is undercovers, right? So it's Gugu Mabatha-Ra. Um, I'm seeing Carter McIntyre, Ben Schwartz. Oh, Ben Schwartz isn't this night? Bo- Boris ben Kojo. Boris, Boris Kojo, Kojo was the was the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just them. That is not a bad <laughs> casting either for the. Team. They're his parents, like. Because <laughs> they're cool. both crazy sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so we see uh, Miles is like, "Oh fuck, I forgot my mask," and then we see the fucking hardest panel. Bro, in this entire book. Bro, just fucking so iron sick. spider like, there. The fucking Waldos are out, and he's just sitting there, dangling just, on a web. You yeah. and I need to talk. And I just fucking, oh, it's so good. And so we get a nice parallel in the next scene where Lana wakes up in Mama Bombshell's much less swanky apartment. Mm -hmm. It is the squatter's den where we can see that uh, Mama Bombshell has already been hitting the bottle. And she's, she's doing that like, I need you to go to the store. And I just, again, <laughs> toxic as fuck. But then we turn she the page. She sucks. Then we turn the page and then we see that Mama Bombshell's a real problem. Um, Mama Bombshell's a real problem. This middle panel. Yeah. Yeah. This page, real problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to uh, need you to go to the store. I, I will go to that store, Mommy. I will go sure. to every um, store. Uh, I, I think it goes without saying that Jan Bezalda, uh, can draw women. For oh, sure. yes. No um, question. the first time I realized that I actually might like Rogue was because Jan Bezalda drew Rogue. Oh, interesting. Okay. Cause that, uh, that. that Rogue and Gambit miniseries. Yeah. Great that, welcome, uh, welcome to Under the Belt. That was, yeah, that was welcome where back I was to like, Under the oh, Belt. Shit. This yeah, uh, where we simp over Jan Bezaldwa art. Jan Bezaldwa's uh, Mama Bombshell and fucking Electro. Holy <laughs> you are 100% correct. Ooh. You know what? I, I have to agree. Like this, this classic, like electro suit on this girl this this Fuck. makes sense this it's fucking makes sexy sense. it's this so is, sexy this is supposed to be for a woman this is totally that makes yeah. sense yeah, yeah. that's why agree. i didn't work on dylan <laughs> that's why he's a goofball <laughs> that's why, that's why he's work. a goofball that's why he's a goofball man that's why he's a fucking goofball <laughs> also uh yabazaldwa draws a hell of a silk as well <gasps> oh my god draws the fuck out of silk really, really holy cool. shit oh uh, we cut to the secret location of the new shield helicarrier hidden under a new jersey shipyard where we see uh roger King- real quick i hate that it's movie helicarriers yeah i yeah. i miss the fucking giant tubs me it's too it's I so unfortunate we did see- like i think the movie design is cool but like i miss the fucking giant tubs well we did see <laughs> last week that at the end of uh spider-man 2 that the ultimate universe has has the original house they have the giant tubs that's true so, yeah there is that um we see hobgoblin pull out the stupid fucking sword to try and uh kill red hulk 
doesn't work funny. obviously it's really good it shatters immediately <laughs> and it just goes you're kidding me, you're kidding me. <laughs> and it is <laughs> and hobgoblin coughs up his guts we know this yeah he, he immediately squeals yeah yeah we cut back to the morales home where uh the two of them have this conversation where even aaron's just like i don't know what's going on man i know i died but then i woke up in bed like nothing ever happened and then miles makes that connection of like yeah that's what happened when everybody got pulled over everybody got pulled over yeah and I fucking love Aaron Davis. I think Aaron Davis is so awesome. He's great. And I'm such a great character. I love this for him. I love yeah. him kind of becoming a again a dark reflection of Miles. Yeah. That he's a spider person now. Yeah. It's very it it's very cool. It's um what do you what do you call it? It's kind of reminded me of like that um uh uh Doctor Who Christmas special, the Christmas Carol one. We're like, yeah, uh, oh, he shows yeah. the old guy, ah, his, yeah. his younger yes. self and everything like yes. that. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, you know, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Officially like the the future evil version of Miles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The road less traveled, we'll say. Road less uh, traveled. Down to the fact that they that he looks more like older Miles now. He does. Yeah. So I wonder if that was intentional. Probably. It, it, I would assume so. Oh, because now you go on just the dark reflection. I just remember yes. you could have also gone with like uh, that Fanny Ta uh, that Danny Phantom episode where uh, you mean the uh, best Danny Phantom TV movie. I I I do I do hell yeah great. hell I yeah can't, I can't sign off on that because Butch Hardman's a fucking terrible person. But, True, but oh, that is a really great oh. great animation. God, um, Danny Phantom was so good. so. Aaron basically tells him like, look. We are never going to agree on this. I get it. You need to understand that it is okay to steal from bad people. That's not something you're going to come to. That's fine. Look, let's make a deal. You stay out of it. And that's it. I I love that so much. Just the, you stay out of it. And Miles is like, and? He's like, no and. He's like, you just stay out of it. You just stay out of it. And Miles is like, okay. That's so sick. And you're going to leave Lana out of it. And he's like, oh, buddy, that is between a uh, mother and daughter. That is not my business. That is your, that is not your business. But, and then. But between you and me, he, he I'm going to try and fuck her mom. <laughs> he becomes the most relatable that I think we've ever seen him in that he is now a mama bombshell simp. Oh my God. I mean, why wouldn't he be? <laughs> He's like, man, she gets to me. And I fucking love it. Because <laughs> he knows. He knows she's a baddie. Oh, yeah. She's a baddie who wants it. Which, again, furthers the dark parallel of this is yes. dark Spider-Man and dark bombshell. Yeah. 100%. This is... And that may be something that plays in Lana's mind as well. You know, like, that's Perhaps. an interesting psychological benefit of uh, trying to recorrect the mistake from last volume. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so Aaron basically says like look let's make a deal there are one million billion people in the world there's no reason for us to even be near each other he's like and Miles says if I know you're doing something you shouldn't do there's and Aaron says the thing he goes relieve yourself of this what I do is not your responsibility and then again we get the anime shing 
with just the close. You activated my trap card. <laughs> he said the code word. He said the word. Yugi. We cut to, <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. Nice. We cut to an NYU dorm room of Danica where she uh doing something bad. Doing something bad, and I thought we were gonna have a sharp left turn with Danica in this. Yeah. In this Here's the thing. Where is she? She's at NYU. An NYU dorm room. Yeah. Oh, she's a college student. She's yeah. a college student. Now yeah. I feel icky. Now because I don't before, like this at all. Before they played with. Oh, she's she in the dorm. She, she's she was, in high school. She she's just in like a their... different kind of dorm thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. She was in. They their specifically high say school hallway. They specifically say NYU dorm room now. Yeah. Uh, that that's makes, awful. That makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't love That's that. not good. That's, that's not, not good. good. That's bad. That's the not good. That's that bad. Not good. That's just optics too on that? bad. Mm-mm. Not good. Uh, and neither are the actions that Danica takes in this, where she uh, she calls somebody. And Uncle Maury? It's like, remember when you were talking to Uncle Maury about people paying really big money for superhero gossip? How much money are you talking about? And uh, apparently it's a lot of money. We then cut to chapter 238 again. <laughs> it's like cover. it's like $35, but yeah. because this is New York, she it's needs like, to make that's rent. a lot of money. <laughs> that's that, can get me out of a, that can get me out of a lot of jams. That's, that's like 28 <laughs> Like what <laughs> That's actually how you get paid. Joe's pizza. You just get paid. In <laughs> just straight to the pizza. <laughs> Uh, chapter 238 another killer cover oh god i love this fuck this cover these sinister six covers have been incredible it's so good in this first page they are officially referred to as the secret hideout of the sinister six it's so good even (laughs) though seven of them even though there's seven of them classic Classic, classic sinister six shit. Like there's always one person off that makes it like, well, technically, yeah. I also love that uh, Spot is sitting in his spot. It's so fucking cool. It's hilarious. It's he so just cool. has his legs dangling out of the spot, and I fucking it, love it. In like it, this in the fabric of reality. Just, yeah, it's just like he's, like, like, like he's like, sitting on a windowsill. Yeah, it's so good. And so everyone's like, okay, we're breaking this down. We're breaking down the heist. We have 27 minutes between guard shifts when the Red Hulk leaves and Agent Jimmy Woo comes in for the morning shift. Hell yeah! Jimmy Woo reference. Not enough respect for Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. One of the best Marvel characters, easily. Absolutely agree. And so... And I love this. I love this exchange too. And uh, she's like, "This is my daughter." And fucking Electra goes, "Baby bombshell." <laughs> Baba bombshell goes, "She's helping." And Spot goes for a share. And Baba bombshell goes, "No, cheap ass." Like I, just love, I love the instant insult. So fucking good. It's and real so, good. Uh they're they're like. Okay, Lil Bombshell, you in this. And I kind of love that she's Lil Bombshell. So it's Mama Bombshell and Lil Bombshell. Oh, bombshell. Yeah, it's so little, cute. It's Lil Bombshell. <laughs> I just go poo-poo, kaplooey. 
It's so. Uh, but I love Sandman like sticking his neck out. Doing ext- like... do the fucking Reed Richards extendo neck, except yeah. it's sand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so they are th- trying to figure out like what the next step is. And I don't know if this is the last time we see her. We're going to get to it, but like Miles and Genki are like trying to figure out what they're going to do next. So we see Barbara outside about to come at, about to knock on the door. She listens into what they're saying and then she walks away, walks out of the scene. And unless I'm mistaken, walks right out of the book. Like, yeah, I think, I think this is the last time we see her. Maybe um, we'll, we'll, we'll find out by the end of this, but yeah. I don't remember her popping up. I, again. I don't, same here. She doesn't necessarily hear like anything that, could give her ideas too much, right? She's I already mean... kind of like I think she's already figured it out though. Okay. It's like they had that conversation during Spider-Man 2 where she's just like, You I don't know what your deal is, but you have powers. Yeah. And whatever and it trying... is, it's whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um I thought that was as mo- as the most she she knew pretty much at the that yeah. extent. Um I don't know if this gave her any specifics though, but uh Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't give like and he, it, he doesn't outright say, like, I'm Spider-Man, but I think she's got a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So oh, well. we cut to the heist. Moon is high, and we see the Red Hulk jump out for the shift change, and we see fucking little gremlin-looking hobgoblin poking out of the corner, like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just, I, I don't know what it reminds me. It reminds me of the fucking Dick Dastardly like poking out from behind the corner <laughs> yes <laughs> twirling his mustache and everything. yes yeah fucking i need short king dick dastardly hobgoblin to just <laughs> more, be in more things that's exactly what like it's, it's something like sam rockwell i thought would be like something like that somebody around that Sam Rockwell would crush that. Between Sam Rockwell and, like, Michael Keaton, find that range somewhere, uh, MCU, like, for this Hobgoblin. Like, it needs to be out there. It's just Danny DeVito. That would be so funny. (laughs) So anyway, I started blasting. (laughs) Oh, what's this? I dropped my Magnum condom for my massive doll. (laughs) I'm trying to look up who would be a good fit? I just fucking, I just Googled like actors above 50 and fucking Paul Rudd popped up and it just blows my mind every single fucking time <laughs> yeah, that he's that above he's just 50. Like, yeah. I can't. Like can't, it's. Can't even, right? I just watched like the 40 year old virgin again, like, and that's like 20 years old now. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and he's in it. And I was just like, oh my God, he looks like he just graduated college. What is going yeah. on? Oh, you know who would be interesting? Jeremy Irons. Ooh. Playing little gremlin, like... <laughs> gremlin <From> hobgoblin. <laughs> like, that would be hilarious. Spider-Man. And so, uh... Ooh, hobgoblin. he would be, like... He'd be kind of, like, uh... A little bit more like the Green Goblin from, like, Spectacular Spider-Man, kind of. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He would be yeah, a little yeah. bit more like that. Also, they did have... Uh, I believe Roger Kingsley show up in Spectacular. Yes, um, they did. Which was really he, cool. He was just he was, Roger Kingsley. He was just Roger Kingsley, and he was a black guy. That was, was kind of cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that that would be interesting. That would to be get very that uh, that alternate casting for that. Oh, you know who? 
Oh, no, he's already in the MCU. Fucking Childish Gambino. Fucking uh, Donald Glover. Oh, God. Would really, he would be really good at it. <laughs> yeah. He would be really good at it. He, he, he needs to bring, like, his community Troy energy oh, to it. Donald Glover would be so good as that. Hilarious. Oh, my God. That is so funny. He'd be so, he'd be, like, so serious and fun from, like, his Atlanta But he could also show. go, like, super manic and comedic. Yeah. He could be real fun. So, God, um... <laughs> Hobgoblin gives the all clear. Everyone begins the heist. And yes. so we see Spot drop everyone off at their places. Um, Iron Spider goes to the bridge. We see uh, Electro at the power source. Both the bombshells are at the uh, the engine holds. And we do see that Lana sets her, uh, sets her location and texts it to Miles. Aww, Which so I sweet. feel like is an oversight. Like... Mama you Bombshell think... wouldn't have checked that Lana has her phone on her for this. Guess she doesn't know her daughter as well as she does. I that guess. is a good point. Mm -hmm. That is a very good point. That does speak yeah. to to her not really knowing her daughter. Yeah. So everybody gets in positions. Everybody gets ready and they fire up this helicarrier and it lifts off. It is still very cool that they specifically needed these characters to make this ship fly that's so pretty cool. smart really that's pretty smart. smart really really smart that's good staging like that's that's a good way to do a heist story is to make sure that everyone is important to the actual heist like yes. that's that's pretty clever that's rare and so hobgoblin is like oh cool like checking the skies everything looks clear and then all of a sudden fucking spider-man comes out of nowhere with a spock Really satisfying kick to the face for Hobgoblin. Knocks him out immediately. Hell and then yeah. Miles swings back to the helicarrier, but he is intercepted by the Red Hulk. And this Red Hulk, uh, because Hobgoblin mentioned I have, we have a spider person with us, immediately assumes that, uh, that Miles is a threat, which... Eric, I think what you mean is that because... He was informed. He profiled the spider. Well, I mean, Miles <laughs> being saying, here does fit the description. There's a black spider. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. The, this Red Hulk is 100% a cop. Oh, yeah. I mean, the sunglasses yeah. at night plus the mustache. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's giving serious, like, Glenn Powell in Top Gun Maverick energy. Yes. yes. No, actually, I don't want to besmirch Glenn Powell because he was... No, you're right. He's 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 actually fucking fantastic. He's yeah. great in that movie. Yeah, I'm he's just an asshole. Still fucking <laughs> hollering when he <laughs> comes in at the end. No spoilers. Fuck! Uh, ah, I'm so, so good. good. Yeah. In my house. Ah, my me too. I literally did the same thing. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, bombshell then lands a satisfying Spock of her own onto Mama Bombshell. Yeah. yeah. And then all hell breaks loose. Sandman launches both Spidey and uh, Red Hulk off of the helicarrier. Um, the bombshells start battling. Miles throws a venom blast down this Hulk's throat, and we don't see him again. <laughs> and I'm just like, did he just... What? Did he, <laughs> did okay. he just Michael Keaton, like... Threw that guy with a bomb over yeah. the side. And, like, <laughs> he just him and gave him like the really psycho smile. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, it on a on just a I need to 
say this. It's uh, just a side tangent. The whole, like, Batman not killing people has come up on Twitter again. And people always use this, that moment specifically. as like, oh, Batman's killed before. And it's like, yeah. And Keaton's Batman is a fucking psychopath. Yeah, he's actually a crazy person. Like, that's the point. That's, you want to get anyway. nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. That's the point, is that he's a crazy person, but then there's that really great moment in Batman Returns when he sees the penguins with rockets and, like, looks back behind him like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> that's crazier than he is. Even for that's him. That's kind of awesome. Like, really good. <laughs> I think it's all just leading to that moment to be like, oh, I have a bar of how crazy, like, is acceptable for me, and that's not, that's past it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But the then we get uh, the helicarrier lifts off. Saris is directing them to the buyer. And then Bo- Mama Bombshell is about to lay the smack down on her daughter when fucking Sandman comes in. He's like, you don't lay one more hand on her. Not one. I fucking, I love good dad Sandman. That's yes. the thing. Because this is Sandman who has a fucking kid. Yeah, baby. He's like, you don't fucking hit your kid. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. And yeah, I, lo- I love this too. This exchange where it's like, stay in your circle, Sandman. He's like, I made this my circle. Like, Sandman oh, fucking, fucking rules. He fucking rules. He rules. He's best. so good. Um, so then they are like, okay, so seriously, who is this buyer? But then we get to the most important scene in this entire volume. Who is this? <laughs> we cut to Philadelphia right now. Where do it? No, do it. Do it, Eric. Do it. Not the right now of the beginning of this run. Oh, no. Jacob brought this on. I was going to skip over it, but this is for Jacob. This is the last time we're doing this. Not the right now of the birth of Spider-Man, nor the right now of the death of Spider-Man, nor the right now of six months after ultimatum nor the right now of the collapse of the ultimate universe nor the right now of nine months following secret wars nor the right now of miles rejiggering his entire life and going across the world over to japan nor the right now of even the start of this volume nor the right now of the moment when (laughs) the future has been seen we are at the right now of right now you're right that does bring us full circle thank you for illustrating us stop uh, thank you damn it no <laughs> no i've been got oh you, you god thought you could win you thought you could win against me <laughs> you can't win against me you don't know me i'm the fucking lizard I? king <laughs> oh god. god oh you know what <laughs> You win this round, Malcolm. I'm the fucking lizard king. <laughs> you know what? James Spader could have been an amazing this version of Roderick King's thing. Cable? Oh. <laughs> I was going to say Cable. I was like, oh, hell yeah. You know, James Spader for everybody. James um, Spader for everyone. Hell yeah. yeah. I fucking love that we circled back on this. Yes. I fucking love that we continued this thread. Incredible. And Rio calls him Mr. Cable, and he's like, no. And I love that they're both dressed as Mr. and Mrs. Smith for this. That's, yeah. This was when I was really like, oh, shit, this is just undercovers. I like, fucking love I this so much. <laughs> I do want to read the book that this page is based on. Like, <laughs> I want to read it pretty bad. Because what if it's Rio and Jefferson? 
That'd be amazing. I have seen the future of international espionage, <laughs> and I believe it to be you, Jefferson Davis and Rio Morales. <laughs> you are that future. I would <laughs> fucking read that book. No questions yeah, asked. And then same. it passes on to your kids. Your kids, Rio and Jefferson. It's about your kids. <laughs> Doc Brown? And is then that he you? goes where we're going. We don't need roads. And they get in a helicarrier and it flies <laughs> off into, into the screen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they just get in one of the shield flying cars, obviously. Oh, you're right. You're right. But specifically <laughs> Coulson's red convertible. Yeah, it's it's Lola. Yeah. It's Lola. Hell yeah. It's Lola. And so I love I love this moment where Rio's just like, if you want my son to be part of whatever you're working on, I'm gonna need to speak to the manager. I need to speak to the person in charge. And fucking cable I'm goes. He's like, what if I'm the manager? There's this pause, and she goes. <laughs> If you want my son to be a part of whatever you're working on, I'm going to need to speak to the person in charge. See, Rio works at a hospital with a bunch of white people in New York, so she's seen enough to know how to act to these kind of people. She's like, okay, I can, I can, I can do this. Here, Hang let on. me go louder and slower for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not going to listen, I'm going to yell for you. This is when she'll be like, do you speak English? Like, yeah. And yeah. Start just yelling in his face. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> she's learned from the right people. Uh, so is, chapter 239. Is, wait, wait. Is the end of this, Malcolm, like, does this say, like, to be continued for you? In yes. Black That's black? why it's the black spaces. Okay. Yes. okay. All right. That's what I was There's just wondering. black panels for yeah. the digital. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a to be continued. So chapter 239 uh, kicks back up with uh, Miles searching. Another for... amazing cover. Another, yes. another great cover. I love that it's on the side of a building. On the side of a, the perspective so cool. shot is so cool. Ugh. So cool. Uh, so Miles is searching for Aaron Davis and the missing shield helicarrier. He smashes into the apartment. And we cut to Brooklyn 10 years ago, almost to the day where uh, we see more classic-looking Aaron Davis yeah. with the hat with the, the hat. sweater. It's the hat and the green the... shirt. I love the hat and green shirt. what does it. That's what does it. It's so good. My man's I about also... to grab some popsicles from the fucking freezer. Yeah. <laughs> I also love that past Miles only ha- ever has one outfit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really nice. Uh-huh. As someone who was obsessed with sleeveless hoodies. I Yeah. I, as someone who still I is. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> Hoodie t-shirts are still the greatest thing of all time. It's so good. And so um, Miles remembers the safe that uh, Aaron had, and he fucking punches straight through it, um, opens it up, and it's got jewels, it's got money, it's got passports, it's got a picture of Miles, which is really sweet. And also a fancy burner phone. And he realizes, oh, I know exactly where he's going, and I can't do this alone. We cut to the stolen shield helicarrier. Present the- location, 1,000 feet over the Atlantic Ocean. Or 11,000 feet over the Atlantic Ocean. The fucking line that Jefferson says, that's when I knew, or not Jefferson, uh, Aaron says, that's when I knew he had my heart. He says, ship, play the theme to Star Trek. 
The good one, the JJ Abrams one. <laughs> in this house, we respect Michael Giacchino's Star Trek theme. Hell yeah. Because it is fucking superior. It is 100%. No question. No it questions asked. Fucks your mouth, eyes, ears, and face Jesus all at the same time. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Mm. I might have to listen to that soundtrack again today. Mm, I'm gonna uh, listen to that soundtrack. So good. <laughs> and so we see, uh, we see Saris is back in Paramus, New Jersey, coordinating the whole thing. The Sinister Six is uh, ready to pass this shield helicarrier off to the buyer. And I love this moment where Sandman just looks at Kingsley. Kingsley's like, "What?" And he fucking thwops him. He just <laughs> turns his fist into that sand anvil and just fucking rocks this guy's shit that sand hammer <laughs> the sand hammer the, sand, him the hammer. sand hammer and fucking everybody goes you good like i thought you'd attack me for attacking hobgoblin they're like no we fucking hate that dude like <laughs> he's like he sold us out to that weird red hulk i heard him yelling at the spider person and so they immediately just cut to outside fucking Sandman Sparta kicking Hobgoblin off of the helicopter. So thick. So love- funny. And his fucking glider too what? behind him. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, wait. His glider was already flying away when like they when like Miles brought him back onto the ship. I like to think it was just been like circling around like like a like a drone that's just oh like, just windy drone around that's everywhere. That's so sweet. To... <laughs> <laughs> Though that no, does no. that does interfere with my headcanon that this is just how Roger Kingsley dies. Like this uh, is his death. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. This is the last time we see him. Ever. This makes sense. Yeah. And that's so it. And so even Lana's just like, oh my god. I cannot Fitting. believe they just fucking kicked him off. They just kicked the man off. <laughs> they just killed him. <laughs> they just... Though now it officially is a Sinister Six once again. Yeah. And so we cut to Herald Square, where Genki is supposed to be meeting up with Danica. Danica shows up, hands him a letter, and leaves. And uh, Genki is very surprised by what this letter entails. Though we don't get to find out what that is because we have to cut to Latveria! Newly Hell yeah! Newly democratized Latveria, home of Geldof. Bum, 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 Geldof! So the, uh, the helicarrier is reaching down and they want you so hard to believe that they're selling to Doctor Doom. Yeah. I believed it. I was yeah. like, yeah, I yeah, it that makes sense. They're mm-hmm. selling to Doctor Doom. But who they're selling to is fucking Lucia von Bardas. Fuck yes. Yeah. In this house, we stand Lucia von Bardas. Honestly, Lucia von Bardas fucking rules. She rules. She's also super hot. Yes. In a cyberpunk ghost in the shell kind of way. Yes. Yeah. And so. Those eyes. Oof. Stares your soul. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Please and thank you. And and so. we get uh, everyone basically more or less. They're doing the handoff. Lucia's buying this helicarrier. She's like, great job, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden she stops. She looks up and she goes, deal's off. And she's like, the deal was you bring a helicarrier. No tricks, no tails. She says, you were followed. And then he says, but we, and then we get a. Yeah! 
Eric, how how hard did you shit yourself? I fucking I fucking I to the fucking yelled in the middle of my home <laughs> because the fucking champions with young Cyclops in the best Cyclops costume. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's one of the best. But his other, his second all new X Men costume is so fucking good. The one that he went to space in. That one is good that too. Costume is so that good. That one is good too. It has a distinct lack like, of true blue for me, which is why this one edges it out. See, so my problem with this one is that it doesn't have the gold visor. It's silver visor. I, I like gold visor, visor, man. I like gold more. That's fair. I like gold more thing. too. But I dig the silver visor recently because like it's he's the silver visor with this he has the silver visor with the astonishing costume and uh, yeah i house of x costume and those are i like it favorites. with those but i again i think the astonishing costume is better when he has the gold visor with it too i disagree i, I really disagree. see i, maybe I like, for me, the, gold I like the gold visor when his hair is exposed and maybe the silver visor works better when he has the uh when he has a cow cap yeah that makes sense that makes sense i could i could fuck but yeah, anyway, great champions! Christ. Champions. champions are here. Fuck I yeah. Really, I really love the fact that you have Amadeus, right? Or Amadeus. God damn right, Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus, 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 Vision's daughter. Yeah, dude. Amadeus. Jacob, did you read that champions book? No, I didn't, but it's this so is so good. good and fact that visions like the mark wade run of champions i was going to say jacob you should read the mark wade one yeah it's so fucking good okay i i think it has a really interesting i yes and no it has a really interesting specific idea that it it doesn't follow as much as it wants to but i think specifically like the first like five issues really does deliver on the promise yeah perfectly i i love that whole run like i remember distinctly at Heroes and Villains, picking up that first issue yeah. with Malcolm and going like, this could be this generation's Teen Titans. Yeah. It, yes. Yes. Like That's cool. That was it's, really it's good shit. It's, it's so very good shit. shit. I want some... I, Specifically, I, yeah. again, that first Champions, that Mark Wade run. Yeah. The, is good that shit. Mark Wade run on Champions is just, it's top tier. Yeah. So good. Uh, so the champions show up and all hell breaks loose. I fucking love this. We get that big old. We essentially get the Civil War superhero battle. Um, I love at the, the spots, like hands coming out of all of the little like portals, Just punching and everybody. Punching yeah, because yeah, yeah. the spot rules. He's so, so cool. good. Um, everybody's battling. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Yeah, it's incredible. I love the ballroom blitz that we've got going on in here. Um, it's, it's really, it's just great staging. Everybody's doing something. Everybody yeah. has somebody to go against. Yeah. Um, uh, Lucia Lombardis has a very specific beef with Riri. Yes. Because of the Ironheart book, which is really fucking cool. She uh, in jail. <laughs> really? Her really ass in jail. <laughs> she's real mad about it. She's pissed about it. She's like, why aren't you in jail? Also the superior Riri Williams costume uh correct correct this is the good one the other one's good too it's just not as good as this the other one's bad it's a bad it's not bad it's not a bad costume <laughs> it's a bad costume it's not a bad costume so the fight continues um 
Lucia lines up all the champions, says, you're trespassing on my ship, opens fire, and it brings us to the final chapter. <sighs> chapter 240. Oh, boy, man. Again, okay. Crushed it on this cover. Crushed it on the final cover. Dave Marquez coming home. Coming home. Coming home. And oh, the there biggest, we see Judge. The bi- Judge I was going to say, yeah. the biggest come up, <laughs> yeah. Judge shows up on the cover. He's so good. <laughs> Why? Why does he show up on the cover? He has nothing to do with this. <laughs> it is. He's been nothing yeah, but vital. You know what? He's there. Oh, he my made God. It. That's so funny that Judge is there. I didn't even notice that until right now. <laughs> Jesus. It's hilarious. I love that so Gold Balls is in his actual costume, and we've only seen him in his costume like what, like maybe twice, once. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's sick. <laughs> and then everything goes black. Miles wakes up in a hospital bed. I have no context for how this happened. Right? Like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. But okay. keep going. So Miles wakes up in a hospital. Um, Oh, and it, it tells you right immediately. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, it does. So Miles is talking to Rio, and Rio's like, hey, like it's a, you're in a military hospital. You're recovering. It's okay. You're back in the States. Like, just rest. And then we cut to the, La- the helicarrier Latveria then, when the Latverian troops open fire on literally everybody, knocking Miles and Aaron off of the helicarrier. Miles latches his uh, black whip onto the helicarrier, reaches for his uncle. His uncle is gone, having plummeted to the ground below. Uh, We cut back to on top of the helicarrier. The battle continues. Miles goes and hits just the greatest little smackoo on Lucia for killing his uncle. So sick. And then both of the bombshells are grappling, and you see the fucking energy swirling around them where everything just fucking explodes and again as malcolm alluded to earlier who fucking wins the exchange it's lana can can someone please arrest my mother (laughs) fucking knocks everybody out so good um yeah it is uh it's it's pretty pretty amazing they have taken everybody down uh amadeus cho has uh subdued the sandman and then they're like hey the avengers are here and miles blacks out who do you think are those feet that the that they are around is that so the- on the left is mighty thor yes i have yes, no 100%. idea who that is on the right because that looks like captain marvel's boot not not Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. I mean, the big red cheese, Captain Marvel. <laughs> you, you know what? You're not wrong. I was going to say it was Kamala, but we clearly see Kamala there. I have no idea who that is with the yellow boots. Yeah. Uh, the yellow boots? Hercu- Hercules? Because the, the, the Avengers at this time would be the all-new, all-different team. So that's... But but no, this is the after all new all different because this is after the kids leave the team. Right, 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 right. So it's the other Mark Wade run one, which yeah. will have Peter as Spider Man. Yeah, it has Hercules. It has I think Nadia still there. Um, I I don't know. Like it's it's super weird. It is interesting. I'm I'm gonna look up the uh, the roster right now because I have I have no idea whose boot that could be. 
Yeah, because Her- Hercules is there. It's Beta Ray Bill. No, probably, it, you're right. That'd be I think you're right. It probably sick. is Hercules. Her- but, but, but Hercules is in a very different kind of costume at that point in time. True. You know. Okay, so it's it's yeah. Vision, Spider-Man, Samus, Cap, Mighty Thor, Hercules, and Nadia. I thought of it being Vision as well, actually, too. But Vision doesn't have so maybe, any boots. Yeah, in this, Vision doesn't have any boots. Not but neither costume. does neither does neither does Hercules because he's or in his cast. like he's in his hurt costume. Yeah, like his. Sick I think it, it honestly Mystery. might just be a coloring issue. Or is it one of the the champions? Is it one of the champions? See, as well? I thought that because the the boot is scuffed up, so I was like, oh, maybe it's like. But Cyclops doesn't have yellow boots, and, and... Nova is on the other side of that. Yeah. That's his leg next to Mighty Thor. Huh. I don't know. No don't idea. Know. Well, no the, idea. the The mystery eludes us for now. <laughs> we'll oh, never okay. find out. We will never know. Never know who that. That mystery Avenger was. <laughs> Who was that yeah. masked Avenger? Yeah. So they are. Uh, so Jefferson comes in. They're consoling him, and they're like, "Look, it's been a couple of days. Like, just rest." And then we get an introduction to Claire Temple. Love yep. seeing Claire Temple here. Uh, the night nurse, who is basically like, "Look, everybody loves a Claire. Everybody does." And she's like, "Look, you need to rest." a doctor like everything's okay i'm really and she mentions like i do not like your white blood cell count and then who shows up but a recently revived tony stark yep fresh like really fresh man oh boy (laughs) (laughs) welcome back to under the belt this time special guest host uh jacob brown i wasn't actually trying to but holy shit he's like smooth as fuck when he comes in here he's like um he's like coming out of like a giamani like uh cologne magazine here yeah and like (laughs) like seriously he like walks in like we already took like samples mr sykes I do my own lab work, Doctor. It's all like freaking like oh, yeah. anatomy. It's very, yeah, it's very soap opera. Nice kid you got there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like, like I remember people have been fan casting fucking Tom Cruise as a variant for Tony Stark. Like this is the most Tom Cruise he is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can see it in it. this scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of that that like Maverick swagger that he has at all. Yeah, that, I was gonna say it's it's the Maverick swagger and like him like yeah. saying like Without I'm real intent. dizzy. Well, it is exciting to meet me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. also yeah. I I I brought I think I brought it up last week. Um, this is also like Midnight Suns Tony Stark, who is a gem in that game. I am still playing that game. It still fucking rules. All of the characters mm. are amazing in it. Like the 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 interpersonal stuff is really what sells the game. I really love the idea of it. It's, it's, it's so pretty cool. All yeah, the, the idea is good. Stuff, all yeah. the interpersonal stuff and the character interactions is really what sings in the, that game. The whole the game is Hellfire, fucking amazing. The fact that Hellfire is like a character in that was actually really impressive to me. Like, I mean, um, all of yeah, it's yeah. it's got a great cast of characters. Um, Sorry. So Miles blacks out again. Wakes up again, and all the champions are there. Yeah, I just, I just love seeing it. It's, it's so cute. Uh, it's like a family, and then it's like, oh, yeah. what, what does they say? It's like, oh, he's blacking out again. And there you know who else is there? Lana and Malcolm. 
Oh, oh, do you? <laughs> I didn't even realize it. Do you mean Riri? No. Standing right next to Lana. Who? Poink. Who? Who it's are you talking about? Fucking. It's talking about. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus Christ. So. <laughs> Fabio's you got to work for it. Point, point, in, <laughs> point in the night away. And I love that everyone's like, oh, yeah. You can't say him. he's pointing the night away. <laughs> he is. Am I wrong? He's going to sit there and tell boy. me I'm you wrong? Look at him. <laughs> oh, my God. That's does, amazing. Does he or does he not point in That's this That's his catchphrase from I don't know. I Listen, what he does on his off time is his up, business, up, man. And point it's away. there in the panel. He points. Anyway. Poinking. In I love public? that the champions For are all a fan. I love that everyone is a fan of gold balls. They're like, oh, yeah, do fucking gold balls rules. Here's the thing is that gold balls should have been on the champions. He should have been. And the fact yes. that he never was is a real problem. That is a real problem. It's a real, especially since he knows young Scott. Exactly. Because they went to the school together. Uh, he should be on the fucking champion. Also, look at how Scott's just sitting on that fucking couch. Oh, my dude, God. Scott's the most. <laughs> Scott, Scott's Scott is my the favorite best, X-Men. That's the most. He's the best. <laughs> Hey, hey, Eric, that's not a hot take. He's the best X-Man. Yes! And I, the go, I just, I might do what Malcolm did. I love go that back man. and read the Bendis era just to get more Teen Scott. Because I fucking love Teen Scott. Both Teen Scott and Adult Scott in that book are fucking excellent. Oh, good. They and whenever rule. they cross that was, halves. Oh, God. So oh, it's so good. It's so satisfying to reread that run. It's so satisfying. So... Miles blacks out again. He wakes up however much time later. And Aaron is there. He survived the fall. And he's he's all he's like, dude, I'm a cat burglar. I get out of trouble. I get into into trouble. He shouldn't be flattered after what it took to sneak my ass into this fortress. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely had to scope out and put in some work to get in there. Oh yeah. And then he leaves Miles with a very touching uh, touching sentiment. He's like, I thought about it, came all the way to tell you one thing, ends up, you're right. I can do better. And then he leaves, and Miles blacks out again. Miles wakes up, and there's Genki. And the two of them have this conversation, and he's like, you know, I just... None of this would have happened if it was just me and my best friend at the movies and messing around with Legos and stuff. He's like, oh wait, do you mean me or him? And then I fucking love we see fucking Spider-Man in a little spy in a little web hammock, asleep outside. And he's like, "How long has he been here?" He's like, "Like the whole time." And I love the idea of Peter just saying, "This is my fucking responsibility." Mm -hmm. Like, and he stays there the entire time that Miles is in the hospital. Doesn't yeah. leave. Doesn't do nothing. I it's fucking perfect. love the idea of that. It's perfect. It's very and, love one. Oh, it's so good. Spider so, people looking after spider people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. <laughs> uh, what do you so, got? What do you got? It's like a guy ragging up trying to save a bunch of kids. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> and so uh, Genki finally reveals to Miles that he has a girlfriend and he reveals what the note was about. He says, so, uh, 
listen, I totally accidentally told this girl you were Spider-Man and she was going to sell it to some site, but instead she realized she's in love with me and she couldn't do it and she wrote it all in this letter and now she's my girlfriend and she's in college. And Miles is just like, okay. Alright. Kind of a problem, but okay. And and Peter chimes in and he's like, She's a keeper, and you keep a keeper. That's what my aunt always says. <laughs> Sleepy Peter Parker. I love it. <laughs> and so Miles makes Genki a promise. He's like, the minute I'm out of here, we're going to the movies, like, all day. Like, all the movies. And Genki says, so you're just deciding to be mad about the slip-up later? And Miles says, no. He forgives him immediately, which I kind of love. Just really good. We do, as as I fucking said to Jacob earlier, we get him saying, like, no news on Barbara. So Barbara literally just walked out of the book. Yeah. That last yep. scene where she's listening in, she literally yep. just walks she out. She literally just walks out. Seen again. Uh-huh. It's too bad. It is too bad. You know? But the book wasn't really about him and her. It no, It was about course. two best friends. Oh, right. And so later on... uh the parents are back. The parentals have arrived. It's been weeks since he's been in the hospital and he's ready to get discharged. And then Rio brings up, hey, so this guy tells me that you're the future of international lesbianism. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I just fucking, we know what it is and it, it involves you. <laughs> It's like he who it's like he wants to tell you himself he's actually waiting to meet you he's like now here he's like not here he's like okay well there's something i have to do the minute i get out of here i made a promise and he's like <laughs> she says what could be more important than meeting the person who who holds the future of superheroes <laughs> and maybe the future of the free world <laughs> i fucking love it so much and then miles smiles and we get this beautiful last page where sarah pacelli pacelli cinderelli returns to show the two best friends watching movies all day and that Dear listener, is the end. Okay, two things. One, uh, this issue, I believe, came out January 2018. So movies that were in the theaters at that time. What movies were they watching, Malcolm? Maze Runner, The Death Cure. Oh. Den of Thieves. Okay. The Commuter. Okay. Insidious, The Last Key. Ooh. Okay. Proud Mary. Okay. Uh-huh. 12 strong. Okay. And uh. Paddington 2. So they basically just watched Paddington 2 on repeat all day as well. <laughs> you want to go see the Maze Runner movie also? Yeah, that's true. I like I like those Maze Runner movies. I, I love those Maze Runner movies. They're fun. Fucking Dylan um, Ryan, be my flash. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, thing 2. So do you guys have a context for what happened with this issue? The only context that I have is no context. <laughs> okay. The only context I have is the uh, the letter or the uh, goodbye from Bendis. I was wondering. I was going, also going to ask if that was in there. It is okay. in there. But please, give, okay. us the, give us the context. Did you guys read that at all? 
I did, mm. yeah. I did not. Sorry. I didn't get okay. a chance to. Okay. So uh it's a really lovely letter. It's a it it's a really lovely really letter. Nice. But it goes into context of what happened to him that inspired this issue. And this is why I wanted us to cover this volume last as opposed to Spider-Man 2. Fair. Spider-Man 2. Because uh so this is the end of Bendis's time at Marvel. He's wrapping up all of his projects. He's already taken a gig at DC. And then he gets very sick. He had this really bad illness, this really bad infection that kept him in the hospital for an entire month, a little more than a month. He doesn't remember any of it. All that he remembers is fading in and out uh, and seeing his friends and a bunch of... And so he lives in Portland, uh, which a lot of the big comics community lives in Portland. Uh, A lot of, you know... Your fraction, uh, Rucka, Deconic, all these people live in Portland. So whenever he would come to in the hospital, all he would remember is his friends sitting around him, laughing and having a good time and remembering like just good vibes of it and stuff like that. And so that is what this issue is. This issue is very much just that. That's cool. It's his experience that he had as he had this very, very bad life experience. Like he almost died. Um, I can't remember the name. Eric, do you remember the name of the bad uh Ruggle Zal? Is that the bad guy from Superman? Yeah. That's named after the doctor who took care of him. No way. I didn't know that. That almost redeems that garbage character. Yes, I I completely agree because that character is garbage for sure. Um, but yeah, that's a really cool tribute. That that all like all of this, this entire issue is just to summarize his experience that he had in the hospital, basically dying. Uh, and so that's why you you have this thing that, you know, took out Miles in the middle of a fight. You know, he he's just down because of this infection that they couldn't figure out what it was. It was just like a really bad, like MRSA or something. That, that Yeah, he said it was a MRSA um, infection that went septic. That went really oh, septic. Damn. And it was yeah. very bad for like a month, month and a half. I'm reading through it, it again. And the... Uh, there the paragraph that he references it he's like i kept waking up to see matt fraction asleep in a chair only to find out from others he hadn't left the chair for days uh-huh i, mm. I fucking and it, it and it makes sense that matt fraction would be his spider-man i like that's, totally agree that's the thing like it so when you have that context yeah this is an incredible issue did we i i want to ask did we read the uh the goodbye letter from kirkman for invincible i don't remember because i was thinking maybe we should, should read, we this. read this no yeah. i i, I do this. not think we did right read the goodbye letter but um because this letter is pretty terrific i think it's really point. goddamn good it's just very really long good. we'll just hit the highlights here from this but yeah so it's it's basically like bendis talking about his time at marvel how he got the gig um and then killing him and then also you know creating spider-man or creating this miles morales spider-man and he makes a really good uh comparison he's like if wait let me let me find it again he's like okay he's like if sarah pakelli is miles steel steve ditko then dave marquez is miles is john is john muted yeah, and that's I a fucking, fucking great I comparison. I love that comparison. Great Goddamn, it's perfect. Um, but yeah, he basically thanks everyone that he worked with, which is really classy. Um, and then he just kind of like wraps it all up. And he says, he's like, 
was this Genki's story the whole time? And he's like, and he mentioned specifically, he's like, Genki, Ned, whatever your name is, don't tell anyone. I'm going to miss you most of all. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's beautiful. It really, really is beautiful. Um, this is 18 years. And this, as Malcolm said, came out in January of 2018. That December, Spider-Verse came out in theaters. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of amazing that that happened in the mm-hmm. same year. Yeah. And it's it's really, really cool. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that is it for the Bendis run. That is it for uh, this volume. Gentlemen, what was your favorite part and any final thoughts on this volume specifically? I'm going to go to Jacob first. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. So... I got to let you know that this, this was a great volume. This was like, I knew I was really excited because I knew this was going to end like on a big high at least. Um, so it was great to see the Sinister Six. It was great to see a different arrangement of the Sinister Six while seeing some old, old faces and, and new ones. It was great that they, you know, implemented the plot and like stealing the helicarrier and all that stuff. Fashion icon of the week for me is um, the new Electro. Oh my God. Like I couldn't stop gushing about the new suit that, how that that works it works on a woman it should it should have always been a woman oh my god that would be amazing it's a look bro it's a great look um uh god there are a lot of great moments a lot of my a lot of my favorite stuff was actually just like the dark reflection of like my uh aaron davis uh being kind of the future reflection of like what miles could potentially be um my only sadness in this is that um um i wish roger king the roger kingsley i wish was i wish roger roger kingsley was taken a little more seriously in the sense of just uh, <laughs> fair not like so much the master thief that he is but um but this was also right around the time isn't it this where like where he's th- that ac- access becomes a thing and like he starts franchising oh, yeah. he's like no this is this stuff. is this is after that this is after this that. is after that okay cool all right yeah i i i don't know i think um overall that this this was great what an end to all of this like from where we were a year ago to now um i never would have thought that this is where we would go and this is definitely one of the most interesting and actually better uh runs of spider-man that i've ever read around here it's so good that's my take malcolm I already said, man, I, I love this book. It's one of my favorite books of all time. I, I think it's truly, truly excellent. Um, favorite part, I, I, it's between the, it, I think it's the whole last issue is my favorite part. Yeah. I think that last issue really brings everything together in such a nice, surprising way. It's very yeah. surprising for superheroes to have that kind of thing happen to them. Mm-hmm. I think it works perfectly. Um, yeah. And then, and then the letter is, I, I yeah. the first time I read it the day it came out I was moved to tears pretty hard. I mean this was the end of a journey for me as well, you know. This was the end of me so I mean, you know, it was 18 years of the book. This was the end of me reading the book for like 17 16 years, you know. So it it's I love it, man. I'm I I just realized I am disappointed in one thing that we never got the future of international spy and superheroes <laughs> run that we deserve to have 
which was the Miles Morales being the spider or whatever it is. That's Jacob, I have seen the future of international espionage, <laughs> and I believe that future is still coming. <laughs> the future, is, still the, the future is only the future if it hasn't happened yet. So that's true. Hope. That's very no fair. fate, hope but what you make. Can I be in charge of that in our ultimate universe? Yes. Can I be in charge? <laughs> and, that? and it's just spider. It's a spider. spider. I want to do that. I want. I want that, please, because I I already have ideas. So instead of instead of web shooters, his gun is a web shooter. Yes, web exactly. Gun. I was gonna say leave him be to be Spider Man, and then just have it be a Rio and Jefferson book. That's yeah. Mm, spider. The spider. I mean, that's the that, finally Spider Man should have parents that are super spies. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, that works. With yeah. that works. That works. That checks out. <laughs> they established that he's a former Shield agent, and Rio is I mean, a fucking ride or die forever. For I was Jefferson. hoping it would that, just be them. Yeah. Oh, also, I think the cloaked man from last week was uh, Aaron. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I was I was waiting. Oh, yeah, for yeah, this yeah, week's. Yeah episode to talk about that but yeah i think it was aaron makes sense oh, yeah. makes sense <laughs> um, yeah I'm, I'm with all you of us like great job sherlock <laughs> yeah <laughs> this was uh this was a really nice way to wrap this up it was surprising i didn't think it was gonna end like this specifically but um it was really nice i had a i had a really nice time with it my favorite part obviously was the champions and everything having to do with teen cyclops but God damn I also, right i love how sentimental and now having that backstory how personal that final issue was which makes sense because yeah. miles is i th i personally think his greatest creation i and would agree him saying goodbye to not just that character but the entire universe that he inhabits like it should feel as personal as it does and yes. so I, I i think it's a loving tribute a great way to wrap this up and a great way to wrap up the entire run that he had 240 issues plus some crossovers uh 18 years writing a character that's a big freaking deal so mm. um yeah i think this has been a wonderful ride going through this entire thing with you guys um before we get into what comes next uh we've got some emails which means uh malcolm what time is it <clears throat> It is the mail time. If you would like to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com and put mailbag or put book club mailbag or ultimate mailbag in the subject header and we will read it here on the show. Our first email comes from Marcel Hines. Marcel. Marcel, Marcel. writes in, hello everyone. A round of kudos are in order before my letter begins in earnest. Eric, kudos on the Wrestle Kingdom 17 review. Thank you. Overall, I thought the show was solid, even though the short length of the women's title match still chafes my ass. Same here. Tam and Kyrie deserve better, and I'm interested to see where the promotion goes the rest of the year. Also, kudos on the Jeremy Adams interview. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I will soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Was I was listening to that before we recorded today. Great episode. Thank you. Thank you. It was great to find a little bit He was also a former Tucsonan. It was really nice. Wild. Wild. Uh, he writes, wild. Malcolm, a little late, but kudos on the new job. Hope it's going well. Also, you're welcome. I remember what I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, th thanks, Marcel. Uh, something coming for you. Stay tuned. <laughs> he, says, he says, can't wait Marcel for the next episode. Jacob, I don't know if you are currently working on anything, but if you are, I hope it goes well for you. Jacob just yeah. actually recently opened a new show. <laughs> so, oh yeah, no, that's fair. I was, I was, yeah, I was trying did. to think about, uh, am I doing anything right now? 
He's um, like, I got a doctor's appointment later. I don't yeah, know. I, do. I gotta, I gotta leave a little bit. Let's see that goes well. It's not for me. It's not for me. But I call it. an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> ah, uh, me. He writes, we have There's so much reached... blood, but it's not mine. <laughs> he writes, we have finally reached the end of Bendis' run on Ultimate Spider-Man, and it's been a wild ride. Lots of highs and a few worrying lows, especially when Miles came to the 616, but we made it with only minimal emotional scarring, so I would call that a win. Thanks for guiding us through the journey. Our pleasure. Love doing this. Um, I wanted to talk a bit about Power Rangers this week. The 30th anniversary is fast approaching, and even though I've been a huge fan of the franchise since I was very small, it still amazes me that the series has been around for this long. I'm proud to say that I've been, seen every show through the original and Disney eras and still have very fond memories of those seasons, except Turbo and Operation Overdrive. Only villains like those. <laughs> but I stopped to when the yep. Neo Saban era kicked off. That was Power Rangers Samurai through Ninja Steel. This was partly due to um, me aging out of the franchise and also due to me getting more into Super Sentai. Gokaiger is a personal favorite though hell I yeah you you are taught you're speaking my uh malcolm's language fuck i'm about this though i roughly kept up with some of the more recent happenings with the series the most recent series dino fury made some pretty cool strides with its first lgbtq plus ranger who is also the first female green ranger the next mm -hmm. season cosmic fury is also honoring ah uh, god it's gonna get me again i fucking love this uh, is also honoring the late toy trang by introducing trini's daughter and will also have the first series length female red ranger in the series history yeah so, so yeah baby very excited about that i wanted to ask what are some of your fond memories of the series have you ever watched the super sentai or other tokusatsu series and specifically for eric and malcolm is there anything you'd like to see explored more in the boom comics personally i'd like to see spd show up again stay awesome and stay safe so to to that first um yeah i mean yeah. power rangers was, was such a large part of my life as a kid and it's now reared its reared its head back in my life uh as i turned 30 i did an episode on that one of my favorite episodes i've ever done um <laughs> and it also like it got me through a really you know a really personal tr personally trying time uh post my surgery and uh yeah i'm gonna love it forever um one of my distinct memories i'll always remember is with me and my aunt who uh who was right around my same age at the time, long story, don't ask. Um, we would always, whenever we'd go on like family uh, camping trips, she and I would play Power Rangers where we'd like jump off of stuff doing the poses that they would do jumping in from the, uh, yeah. the command center. So hell yeah, uh, I hell yeah. that. I had the toys. I loved going to see the movie. I saw the movie in theaters twice, I think. Yep. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be with me for the rest of my life. I would love to see them do more with spd in the comics and maybe a little bit more with um time force because those are seasons that i love they're not my favorite season as we've established the best and my favorite season is in space of course that but, is the uh, correct take but uh spd and uh, time force i would love to see more of what about uh what about you guys uh i would love for them to do more in space stuff um Agreed. specifically uh i mean we and the nice thing is we've had a lot of in space like pre-led stuff uh the last run uh power rangers uh is very much a prequel to in space which is really wait. awesome oh, i can't um, wait to read that which is really fucking awesome but i would like more uh post stuff uh mm. specifically i want to know what's going on with tj and cassie and ashley and carlos nice. i want to see more of them because i love those four characters i think they're wonderful um they're the best thing about turbo because i think turbo really sucks mostly yeah. 
You're not wrong. But once they come in, then it's like, oh, there's something interesting about those guys. TJ's and underrated. TJ is the most underrated Power Ranger. I think he is a fan-fucking-tastic Ranger. Yeah. I love TJ so much. Um, so I want more of that. Uh, uh, also, more of a... I mean, it's going to be a little harder at this point, I think, uh, just for everyone involved. But I would like to see more of Tommy as Dr. O. Um, oh, like the, yeah. the Black Dino Thunder stuff, yeah. which I think yeah. is really cool. Um, I mean, they, they just announced his figure this week, which I'm very excited Did about. Did they? Yeah, mm. yeah. He's, he's in the next wave. Oh, cool. Um, he's that's in the next so Lightning cool. Collection wave. And I'm very excited about that because um, that's my favorite Tommy. Is yeah. uh, is is Black Dino Thunder Tommy, who's older and has learned stuff and went to archaeology school at some point. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, at some point, at some point. Oh man! So, um, I think that'll be really interesting to see if there's going to be more of that coming. Um, I love Power Rangers, man. It's my favorite. It's 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 one of my oldest friends. Hell yeah, Jacob. You know, um, it would be great to see more crossovers like uh, my personal favorite, which is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers versus Godzilla. Um, <laughs> it's a real it's a real thing. Check it out. It's actually a lot of fun. Uh, <clears throat> it would be great to God, just just give me more Power Rangers. That's all we could ask for. Uh, uh, the, the the fondest stuff was like back when this shit was just blowing up in the 90s and just um living in an apartment complex um in arlington texas and going and meeting the other apartment kids you know like being outside that they were like um hanging out and, and playing with each other and we all played and i remember us distinctly um saying do we does anybody like um, what do you, uh, Power Rangers and all of us just went yes, yes, and we all immediately just <laughs> who we were gonna be, and I just remember always being the one forced to be Rita Repulsa. Uh, uh, oh shit! It was one of the. It should have been a clue of like what was gonna happen later in life, but um, <laughs> it was that you were gonna become an evil space witch. <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. That you were going to make with, monsters grow. It was either that or be obsessed with uh, being obsessed with Ursula. I was. It was. It was either be a space <laughs> witch or a sea witch. It was going to be one of those Fair two. Either way, you were going to come out of Bruja. Yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> seriously. Either way. Either way. Um. Golly. Oh man. That's it's, so funny. I, I never watched Hocus Pocus as a kid, but if I did, oh man, it would have been all over. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, <laughs> just like I put a spell on you. Like, oh yeah, this is my jam well, right I will, now. I will say, Jacob, um, they are currently doing uh, Power Rangers TMNT two right now. They just oh dropped the God. first issue. The second issue is coming out, I think, next week, oh as of this so recording. Funny. Oh, yeah, it's that's so, so uh, funny. And Let me tell you, doing the art again. Between that and the current book. Which uh, new issues came out this week? I'm gonna get caught up. Uh, Hey Jacob, if you like Rita, you'll 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 be interested in what's going on. I really loved. uh, So I'm I'm not a big TMNT fan, but I really love them crossovering with other other people. Like them versus Batman Batman was really funny. It was super fun. It's so fun. One of the best. Uh, Read the read the Power Rangers one too. 
Okay. I still need to watch that. It's so good. It's so, so good. good. It's actually a it's good so fun. fun film. <laughs> I uh, thought it, I wasn't going to like, like it. It makes me like Damien a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. It's, uh, yeah. It's, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for all the crossover potential that they've got. Uh, Marcel also wrote in a PS where he, uh, he wrote, you guys mentioned a couple of weeks ago that your Ultimate Enforcers book would head to Japan in its second year. My Ultimate Runaways book is also heading to Japan for part of its second year. Crossover? Crossover. Yes. Crossover. Here we go. Crossover. Done. Here we go. Done. Here we go. That's that's, that's the gold shell. That's, that's gold shell. That's gold shell. So uh, there we go. We got it. So our our second and final uh, email for this season comes from Jacob Goodhart. Goodhart. Mr. Jacob Goodhart. He writes, Dear Geeksplain Podcast, once again, we're here, the end of Ultimate Spider-Man. Only this time, the only thing that ends is that spy plot. It's been a wonderful <laughs> journey going along with all of you. This is a trip down memory lane for me. I mentioned before that I grew up in high school reading Ultimate Spider-Man. There were some great times like the Ultimate Clone Saga and not so good times like the Mind Swap story. Oh God, I can't believe the guy who came up with that is the editor of Spider-Man. Regardless of the highs and lows, however, <laughs> I genuinely enjoyed going on this trip with you guys. Bendis as a writer is kind of hit or miss with me, but Ultimate Spider-Man, for the most part, really ever hit. And Miles' introduction is clearly the biggest impact these books had, despite the majority of the run not even featuring him. I'm honestly glad you guys did this. I haven't really been enjoying Spider-Man lately in the comics and always hate when that happens because he's my favorite superhero of all time. But despite that, I can always take solace in knowing that Ultimate Peter Parker got a happy ending. Aside from this comic, I started or have been trying to start Grant Morrison's run on Batman, but it's kind of weird. I love Morrison's work on Superman. Their all-star Superman is obviously a favorite of mine, and I actually read their Superman in The Authority after hearing the drama about how that book came to be, and how they basically were the only thing stopping DC from making true Superman into injustice. Cough, Zack Snyder's cough, bastardized mm -hmm. version of that. <laughs> the ideas that Morrison presents, like Black Casebook being a way to make all those weird and goofy Golden Age stories somehow canon, is kind of brilliant, but because I never read those, I'm more confused by stuff like that popping up. Also, God, I forgot how much of a little shit Damien was before he became friends with John. True facts. <laughs> Last week, I asked you guys about when a character is beyond redemption, and I do see what you guys mean a bully like bakugo is more real than an alien like nolan it's kind of like how we can watch someone kill dozens of people in a movie and not bat an eye but if they hurt a puppy we want blood my question this week is somewhat in the same vein as last week in dealing with character types like i said before i'm a huge spider-man fan i love peter as a character when he's done well and is shown as a mature adult who would want to ask for advice from in my who i would want to ask advice from in my life and one of the things i really I really like about him and other characters like him is his value for human life. Now I say this because ever since a certain motion picture came out, I've been I've seen countless debates on heroes having a no kill rule. Now I don't automatically hate characters who kill. I mean, Invincible is one of my favorite heroes and Mark totally kills people. And while I wouldn't say I'm a fan, I do understand characters like Red Hood or the Spirit. But one character that kind of makes me uncomfortable is the Punisher. I should probably start by saying I like the idea of Punisher. I read Garth Ennis's Punisher Max books as well as his Born miniseries about Frank. While I understand, and while I understand the appeal of a character who punishes criminals who slip through the cracks, I don't think it's something that should be supported. And seeing as how the, his symbol has unfortunately been co-opted by some less than nice people in the real world, makes me wonder if we should still have a Punisher. I understand that Frank has fans, and I also know that Marvel has made attempts to dissuade people from in any way emulating anything from him in the comics. But I also think that people can take ideas like Frank and fortunately bring it into the real world. 
I remember this one house I'd pass every day on my way home from school. I remembered it because it has a blue lives flag and the Punisher skull out front. The fact that people make something like that kind of shows uh, how differently people interpret Punisher. He's not supposed to be a solution. But I could also just be overreacting to it. I mean, comic books, video games, heck, even just books have been blamed for this sort of thing before, and that's not true. But I think that the fact that the Punisher is a character who glorifies the thinking of killing those you think deserve it is kind of different from those examples. I mean, let's be clear. Frank Castle is a psychopath, serial killer, who happens to tar target criminals. So people who say they're Punisher fans are kind of have the same reaction that Alan Moore has to people who, has, who say Rorschach is their favorite Watchmen character. Can't wait for the next book club, Jacob Goodhart. Uh, totally agree on all counts, Jacob. Um, Punisher is a really tough character to take time with i would say if you haven't check out jason aaron's current run yes. um yeah it doesn't glorify anything that the punisher does it does a good job yeah. refocusing him it is very much about what you're talking about yeah. also and that's that's what i like from Punisher. i i always have a problem where i don't like the punisher as a character same but they always get really interesting creative people on punisher books which and is so i such... always read them yeah and a lot of times it's because it's challenging that or it's completely like just changing the things so like I like Remender's run on Punisher because Remender's run is just, okay, let's make him instead of going around being the psychopath who kills, you know, everything he's, he's just going after super crime, yeah. you know, and just like working yeah. against Norman Osborn's dark rain time. And then he becomes Frankencastle and then it gets super weird and wacky. So like, I, I, you know, there's, there's very different <laughs> versions of Punisher, but I, I completely agree. Like I, that is a character I don't want to like, but I think whenever they have a Punisher book, there's always a reason for it now, Yeah, which I really appreciate. And I think that's been something for the last like 10, 15 years that they've really found a reason to have a Punisher book. Um, another one for you to read, uh, another Jason Aaron one. It's my favorite one on Punisher. It's Punisher Max yep. by Jason yeah. Aaron. Uh, like 20 something issues. Um, it's very interesting gets very into Jason Aaron's very interested in the idea of why is the Punisher the way that he is. Yeah. Um, he gets into that in the current run a lot, but he really gets into it in the Punisher max one. Cause it's the end of Punisher max. Yeah. So yeah, it's super good. It's like a 60 something, 70 something year old Punisher going up against Wilson Fisk's new Kingpin of crime. Jacob, any thoughts on Punisher? No, that's pretty much nailed it. Uh, the the only thing is like my my biggest interpretation from from Punisher was like the the Spider Man '90s cartoon when he was like oh with the lasers with the yes, lasers the lasers and the, the lasers head, and the, the headband, headband. the uh, yeah. solid snake headband yeah. yeah going after the man spider that was like <laughs> yeah. some good times back there good, 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 good times yeah that's how you do Punisher that's it's exactly it. how you do Punisher um. But uh, yeah, I, you know, who's also a problem I have, like, kind of like that is like pretty much any character that's like has guns like that, pretty much, you know, kind of like uh, Spawn is kind of like that for me because I never understood Spawn in the sense of just like, that's he, he's a demon and all this powers and stuff. And then he uses guns to like punish people and everything and kill people. And I was like, that's kind of anticlimactic for a demon to be using, I guess. You're not but, wrong. Okay. But um, and it, but you know that who who knows you know like um, I'm just glad that they um, I'm just glad that they uh, um, 
have changed the the symbol of of Punisher and, and Jason yeah. Aaron's uh, uh, symbol yes. because I, I I get so sick of seeing that symbol yeah. like uh, uh like with, always in the back of like bad people. Yeah, yep. it's really really yep. bad. But yeah, you pass so, by a gun store and there's like every car has that like uh-huh. symbol on the back in an American like, flag. Yeah, yeah. Gross. Uh-huh. yeah. Gross. But yeah. So Jacob, ch- check that out. Um, Jason Aaron's both of Jason Aaron's runs. I would actually, yeah, check out that Max run before you dive into this one because you see, yeah. I think, a lot of seeds planted. Yeah, and his sure. view of the character. For but, sure. Uh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Marcel and Jacob, for writing in. And again. If you want to be part of our mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com, put book club mailbag or ultimate mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. Gentlemen, very quickly, let's wrap up what we think about this series. Um, I'll go first. I adored Ultimate Spider-Man. I said it before, I was not excited when when we wrapped up that first episode, um, but I have now become a follower i now preach at the gospel of uh at the altar of ultimate spider-man it is incredible it's definitely one of my favorite spider-man runs of all time and um i am gonna remember this and i'm gonna remember going through this with you all for a very very long time um but the thing i'm gonna miss most is the girl from the wrong side Hell yeah. And of course, the girl who walks through fire. And the girl in a league of her own. That's the one. There you go. Uh, all, all three of those characters, I think um, what Bendis did for his female characters in this was incredibly strong. Um, even though there were certain choices that he made, you can go back in the episode where where he killed Ultimate Gwen. I I went on a full... I, I was about to fucking lose it. But, um, <laughs> and don't you feel silly now knowing where that goes? <laughs> no, I was justified. I'm always justified. I'm never wrong. <laughs> You're right. You're never wrong. We did discuss that earlier in the year. Yes, yes we did. We did. That's canon. We did actually. It's um, unbeatable. Yeah, I uh, I I love this so much, and uh, yeah, I I love this series. Absolutely amazing, spectacular, sensational, and it is the ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, Malcolm, I don't have anything better to say than that. I love it. It's my favorite. Jacob, what's there to say other than? What's up, danger? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, um, so that does it for season two of the Geek Explained Book Club. Thank you all for going on this journey with us. Um, this has been a lot. This has been a full-on trip. I have loved every single bit of this. This is, um, as you were listening to this, this is episode... 83 of our book club across two seasons and a mini side season with the days of thunder uh 83 episodes we are very quickly approaching episode 100 which is gonna can't wait to see what that is can't wait to see um (laughs) but uh one of the emails brought up something that i think is very interesting um next week we are going to be taking off 
give a little break between seasons, give everyone some time to just bask in the glory of Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, but two weeks from now, that is, as I'm looking at this, the 3rd of February, we're going to be kicking off season three. <laughs> and uh, here's a little hint. What I thought is, and I thought everybody will buy into this, and it's the best way to do Batman that's never been done, is to accept every single era as one guy's biography. That's right. For season three of the Geeks Plain Book Club, we are leaving the Marvel Universe and going to the DC Universe to cover Grant Morrison's Batman run. This is one that has been requested. This is one that we have been talking about for a while now. Uh, I have never read this through all the way. I've only read little bits and pieces of it. I believe Jacob is the same as me. Malcolm, oh, yeah. have you read this all the way through? I've read it all the way through. So Malcolm is going to be uh, our guide as he was for Ultimate Spider-Man. I am very excited to be doing this. You've been asking for it. You have been clamoring for it. And now in two weeks time on February 3rd, you are going to get it. I'm so excited. It is going to be incredible. <laughs> Please join us. Two weeks time, February 3rd, for the season three premiere of the Geeksplain book club covering Grant Morrison's Batman. Be there or be square. Not a circle. <laughs> but for now, for the Geeksplain book club, for season two of the Geeksplain book club, I've been Eric Azana. I've been Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I've been Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. Go Turning black, still don't know how I'm gonna make it.
30 fucking no, minutes. No, no, I, I want this recorded. I want. Fuck! God Dude, damn it! I'm so fucking angry, too. Okay. Yep. Quick, quick, like, aside, mm -hmm. like, a plug for you guys. Not even. I'm, I'm going to put this on, like, in the fucking postcards, like I always do. But, like, <laughs> yes. Matt Draper just dropped, like, a fucking wonderful video on Tron. Both oh shit! I haven't seen it. And shit. legacy, really, really awesome. Good, really Fuck yeah. fucking terrible timing now. Fuck. Okay. Fuck. Then, like, it got Fuck. me because I watched it yesterday, and I was like. Fuck, I need to watch both those films again. I need to fucking Fuck. find this. And then fucking this happens? Fuck. <laughs> they knew. They're coming for Draper. They knew. They're coming for Matt. They're coming for Draper. They're knocking his oh, door down. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is an attack. God. This is an attack. What it doesn't fuck? even have fucking Kaczynski directing. That's the worst goddamn part. It, you know who, do you know who the director is? Walking, He's the director of... Running? He directed fucking uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Oh, get the okay. fuck out of here. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Fuck. Joseph fuck? Kaczynski is like the biggest name in Hollywood again. Fucking finally. Because of, Tro uh, because of Top Gun Maverick. Why wouldn't you get him back? This is fuck. Oh, my it God. It sucks. I'm mad. <laughs> Plus, oh, the last one it. clearly set up a goddamn perfect sequel scenario. A perfect Killing sequel. Murphy being the bad guy. And what is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I walked out of Tron Legacy with a perfect fucking pitch for a sequel. It's fine. It's we no all did deal. because it's a phenomenal film. Because it's one of the best movies of the last 20 years. <laughs> I saw this uh, I saw this post on Twitter. You've probably seen it going around too, Malcolm, where it was like four films made in the last 10 yeah. years that you think are masterpieces. And it killed me that I couldn't put Tron Legacy there. Can I get out it? fucking 12 years ago can i be honest with you i haven't done mine yet because all that was coming to mind was fucking tron legacy fucking and, tron legacy and i was like shit that was like 2010 I it's know. outside of the parameters god damn it and then this happens today i'm so mad i'm mad i'm, I'm so i'm furious about it <laughs> he's such a weirdo Dude, I'm so God. I'm so angry, and now the only Tron thing I can look forward to is fucking Tron Identity. Is a goddamn game. I know. <laughs> I'm mad about it, Eric. I'm mad and about I it. Even, I don't even. Know, I'm so like, mad. The I don't even know what the game is about. Nobody does. Nobody does. I'm mad. I'm so mad about it. I just wish that there was no more Tron. If Legacy was the last thing, <laughs> I'd actually be okay. I think that would be the better scenario. If it was point. being helmed and starring literally anyone else, I would be. Okay. Literally anyone else. But fucking Leto. Fucking Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Sucks. A legend. Sucks. Legend of recorded today. I can't deal with this now. You just ruined my whole <laughs> I came in here really like 
at peace and introspective about things. And now I'm just going to be filled with anger the entire recording. Good night, everybody.